<laughs> Erections. <laughs> Alphabet soup and stuff that little kids sing, the animal crackers. Oh, I can't wait. I kissed a boy and I liked it. Damn it, this is cute. Hot dog! <laughs> Welcome to People Time. <coughs> uh, hey, it's People Time here. We got dabblers and we're ready to give you another episode. Party in your pants, you crazy fucks. <laughs> I love you. Welcome to the Pogrom. This is uh, the history show. Uh, no, program. Yes, the history pogrom. And we talk about history and... And then, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. 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 I think it'll be a good time. Yeah. If you're into pe- people and time. You will might like it, maybe. It's either going to be great, okay, or you won't like it. One of those. It'll be one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You could, like, have a violent rage against it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You could have a violent rage for it. Mm. You know. Violent erection for it. Yeah, like That's you. I got you for my own show. I'm not like you know conceited. So, like your wife goes to bed, you go out into the car, listen oh to my. old episodes. Oh God, this is so hot. Oh yeah, say tell me the more. hardest erection you've ever had, and you're afraid to touch yourself because you're like too much, <laughs> too much. <laughs> I just well, have to absorb this moment. Oh, I think we're in a cheeky mood today. All right, well, uh, wait, what the fuck is your uh, name? I am cheeky. Welcome to my butthole. We got fun and games yeah. in my butthole. That's better than the original. Um, that's actually the original lyric. Yeah. So I just wanted to make I wanted to share that with everybody. Well, this isn't the fun fact, but you know he wrote that song because I guess they were playing and they went to a city where uh they I think got it was L.A. Yeah, and yeah. they were getting jumped and uh, by some gang or something, and they said, "Welcome to the jungle." Baby, you're gonna die. And he was like, "This is super scary. I'm gonna write this into a song later that doesn't sound scary." Well, the great thing is that he, that's the story Axl Rose tells. He was actually sharing his butthole in a local park to make money because Guns N' Roses is, is actually really terrible. I agree with you. And he went back to his yeah, and he's like, "You're in my butthole, baby. You're gonna die." Yeah. And he he shared that with uh. Uh, whatever dumb fuck guitar player's name is. Uh, the guy with the hat. You never see his face. He's he's everyone's parents, according to South Park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Santa Claus. And he was like, great song. Slash. Let's, slash. Let's change it to Jungle. And Axl Rose still doesn't, he doesn't want to. He wants to have artistic integrity. Right. Because it's, you know, you're going to have, a you know, we got fun and games in my butthole. Welcome to my butthole. What the shit is your name? Uh, <laughs> I am uh, the the pussy egg based off of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy egg. Pussy egg? What the fuck is a pussy egg? <sighs> you got me, man. I don't know why she sells me. It's weird. I have no idea what you're talking about. What is this? Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy egg? Yeah. Is she the crazy... She's the one that like, drinks pee and shit? I don't know what she... That sounds right. 
yeah. she, she had a show on Netflix that my wife was watching where she advertises just some bananas products. Right. And one of them was like this ceramic or, gra- or glass egg. That's right. That's for, for pussies, for health. For vaginas. Yeah, sorry, the the medical term the, the JJ. being uh, a wet-ass pussy okay. Uh, to get the egg in there anyway. If I mean, that's what that whole Cardi B song is about, is about advertising Gwyneth Paltrow's <laughs> products. So that's who you are is your... I'm the original. Pussy egg. I've been a pussy egg since day one, and, you know... I, I, it ain't long. <laughs> nope. It's no. egg-shaped. It's, it's just... Uh, I don't know. Think about... You know, like when you read Humpty Dumpty books, like children's books, I'm like an egg with arms and legs, and I'm oh. like, oh, I don't want to fall off this wall, but when it's not paying me shit, so I have a podcast. <laughs> People time. Buy our shit. Yeah. So I can lit, so I don't die. You do look thin. Have you been eating? No. You can't have any of my food, but you should get some. I don't know what eggs eat. I don't know what I'm supposed to consume. Do, do eggs lay eggs? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Who are you? Oh, oh, I am Negan. We are all Negan. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all are. I'm sorry. I'm catching even, up on on The Walking Dead. So even though he was just a guy. Yeah. Uh, whatever that actor's name is. I love that actor. He was in the uh, he was in The Watchmen as well as the comedian. True, yeah, and uh, what a sexy fucker, dude! I and love that guy. Drunk Southern Brothers Catch Ghosts show. I don't know. I need to watch more stuff he's in because him being Negan, man, he's got charisma even for a guy that's you know batting people's heads off. Sorry, spoiler alert. Oh shit! Glenn dies. Yeah, his eyes. I didn't know that until I watched head. it. Like, just you really seriously? Yeah, dude. Wow. I I like disconnected from that show and didn't see anything somehow. And uh, now I, I don't know if anyone else is still watching it, but I'm now catching up on all of it. I stopped a long time ago. It got dry. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Is after Negan, it a lot of people have kind of meh. Yeah. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go it's through it already. I'm gonna I'm gonna just push through. Um, I think it should have ended in the prison. They all should have died there. Would have been a better show. You didn't like Negan? Yeah. I'm Negan. Yeah. Dick. Sorry. Don't hit me with your the bat that you named after a lady. Yeah. I, I even though I just watched I can't remember. A- Alice? Mm. No. Lady yeah. Bat. Mm-hmm. Bat Lady. Batwoman. That's it. You got it. Ah. It's Bat Lady. It's Bat Lady. You got it. Bat Lady. So, you're tuned in to... Bat Lady and Pussy Egg for the History Pogrom. Pogrom. Da, 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 da. Never, ever, ever listen to the uh, the Guns N' Roses. They suck. Yep, I like to bring that up because we have despairing uh, musical taste except on pretty like that. <laughs> we do. We don't listen to the same shit. No, but we both hate Guns N' Roses. That's nice. Nope. Terrible band. Camaraderie through mutual hatred. That's what I'm hoping the dabblers all have. <laughs> yeah. You'll be bound by hatred. Well, I got a fucking fun fact for you. How fucking fun? Man, I've, I'm saying the F word a lot lately. I am fucking sorry. Why? I don't know. I just feel like sometimes, I mean, I don't mind saying the F word. Just if I, if I sprinkle it in too much, it's like having too much sugar. You sprinkle some sugar on it, it's good. Mm. Oh, no, I actually have a really big sweet tooth. I like a lot of sugar. Fuck. Okay. Bad example. Eh. Which is... You know, this is our our show's pretty cynical, sardonic, yeah, kind of twisted in a lot of weird ways. Maybe some sugar's a good thing. 
What's Pour the... some fucking sugar on me. Mm. In the name of Satan, <laughs> I only have one arm. <laughs> you know, I actually do love Def Leppard. Yeah. You know? There's nothing I hate. I like Def Leppard. Fucking A. Hmm. They tour every year. I see them every time. What's fun? What's fun about the fat facts? <clears throat> Yo, do you know who Susanna Madora Salter is? Of course. Everybody knows who that is. Next fact. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Wait, you said Salter? Yeah. It's funny because we were just talking about sugar. sugar. <laughs> Those are both ingredients that are common in food. They're both white. Ah, so is she. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, yeah, she was born in the 1860s and lived up into the 1960s, almost 100 years old. Actually, Damn. A little old. But what makes this fun fact interesting was that she was the first U.S. Um, politician who became a the first female mayor. Oh, okay. In the U.S. And the story is fun. So Salter was elected mayor of Oregonia on April 4th, 1887. So... We're talking about like the late 1800s. Like women's rights wasn't even a thing, really, right? Yeah, that's like the fucking Wild West. Yeah, but her election was a surprise because what was going on was a group of men who were against women activists were playing a prank, and so they submitted her name as to be a mayor, like to elect her. Oh, they were being giggly, and they thought like obviously she's not gonna win, so we'll just make her look stupid. (laughs) And the funny thing is, they isn't that like the plot. Uh, of some rom-com where the the bullies, like the popular kids, submit a, a dorky girl's name to be queen because they're like, oh, she'll never win. And then that she, bitch. She takes off her class and she's a total babe. Is that what happened to Salter? Like she yeah, took, much. She undid her blouse and everyone was like, well, voting for her. That's a hot man. No, but what did happen was, it's funny because when you submit a name to these elections, at least for this this specific one, it's like... They don't have to announce who is on the ballot until the election day. Hmm. So she didn't even know that she was up for an option to be mayor. But on election day, when it got announced, a bunch of people backed her up, and she ended up winning the election. Did they know her? Well, there was a couple different groups that were involved, like the Women's Christian Temperance Union, who had their vote. Like, they were all going to vote for the same person. And when they found out that... There was this lady who was going to be mayor. They like pulled out of their original vote and were, like push it all on that, and they got a whole bunch of backing for it, and she won. She, she became the mayor, which she accepted. By the way, she when they told her, she's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll I'll do it." Of course, but yeah, it was all it was all from a joke, and that she wasn't even participating in. That's but, yeah, fucking cool. That's how the first woman became. Did uh, she serve any of their offices, or she just did mayor and then called it? Fuck, man, you're asking too many questions. Sorry. This is a fun fact, not a people time episode. Jesus. Oh, uh, my, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe have we'll to. do an episode on her. Hey, if she did some other. Well, I mean, that's a pretty good bit anyway for people time. Well, and fuck those guys. Like, oh, this will be funny. And also, like, <coughs> now you have to call her mayor, bitch. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what uh, guys do. They're, yeah. t- you know, men, groups of men are terrible. I agree. Groups of pretty much anybody just. Large yeah, groups. Groups of people. They suck. It's like how a group of crows is called a murder. A group of men is called a rape. <laughs> and a group of people yeah. is called a, a murder rape. Right. So, you know. That's another fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, we're just filling you full of facts today. Dabblers. Full up. Welcome. Thanks for listening. Wait, wait. 
Who's Blue Lives Don't Matter. It's not a real concept. I agree. We are doing Charles Stratton, a.k.a. Tom Thumb. Tom Thumb? Tom Thumb. Who's Tom Thumb? Who's who, I don't know. Wait, wait. You keep two completely different names. They're not even similar. No. So he changed his name. People time uh, pattern. <laughs> yeah. But also Kinda. Like, pretty different. Well, so Tom Thumb, he never t- changed his name to Tom Thumb. He's an entertainer who went. His entertainment name was Tom Thumb. What kind of entertainer? Song and dance. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Fucking A. Yeah, my notes here. Um, Tom, uh, Charles. Charles. Yeah, I don't want to call him Tom because uh, that's his entertainment name. And that's, that's silly. What was his last name? Charles? Stratton. Stratton. Yeah. Okay. That might be my Utah accent. It's Stratton. Stratton. I don't know how people say T's. Mm. How do they say these? These are to to me. It's like two H's. <laughs> is how is how they should be. Hum, hum, hum. Wait, wow! I can't see Tom Thumb without it sounding the same. Hum, hum. Yeah. Hum, hum. That's how you're supposed to say it. Yeah. It's D H. In 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 Utah. Yeah. <laughs> in Utah. There's a T in Utah. Yeah, it's, it's Utah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's what people have been saying. I don't know, man. I'm a pussy egg. I don't have ears. I don't know what's going on. The only thing I know is everything about Charles Stratton. Yeah. Charles Sherwood Stratton. That sounds like a like a Lord of the Rings name, Sherwood. It's a very proper name. It's his dad's name. Bilbo Baggins lives in Sherwood. Sherwood. Not really, but that's what it sounds kind of like. What is Sherwood? Isn't that the forest from something? Sherwood Forest? Robin Hood. Oh, maybe that's, yeah. There you go. Well, right? Lord of the Rings was written by a British guy and. Yeah. Uh, Robin Hood is British based. It all comes full circle. Yeah, I know. I agree. Um, uh, in England, they eat a lot of fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flounder is the name of the fish from that Disney movie. Ariel. Walt Disney, Little, Little Mermaid. famously an anti Semite, Woody Allen is dead. It all works out. So I think, <laughs> I think we've made a lot of progress today. Via free association. So sorry if there's someone going like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, I actually listen to some of our episodes sometimes, and our banter is a little bit bizarre. Yeah, sometimes we, I mean, we, we're looking at each other's faces, and we can both see that we're just trying not to crack these stupid, dumb-looking smiles, like, you're saying dumb stuff that is just random. It's so stupid. <laughs> and then the poor listener's like, what the hell is going on? Hopefully you can follow along. Uh, if not, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> just... Download the episode so we get the count and then delete it. And then don't, you don't have to listen to us again. It's fine. All right, Tom Thumb, or, which or is not his real name. send us an email at uh, peopletimepodcast at gmail.com and buy a fucking t-shirt, maybe, yeah. if you feel like it. Hey, maybe that'd be even cool. even a hat. Or hats. It's hot out. It's, it's got the sun. You got to block that shit. I don't even know of a device that would cover your whole head and have like a thing that comes down over your face to give you like shade your face. Yeah, no, it's a hat. We have them. Awesome. So this is great. Check that shit out. Well, Charles was born eighteen thirty-eight. Oh shit. Okay. And he was born nine pounds eight ounces. For real? You know that? Yeah, it's important to the story. It is. Yeah, Charles. That's a big baby, no? Charles Not is huge, but big. It's it's on the bigger side. Yeah. Um, I say that only in a reference to we did uh, uh Andre the Andre, Giant. Andre, yeah. And he was born kind of small. Yeah. And then he went he a huge. Charles was born kind of big, not huge. And he went kind of small. 
Uh, he's a little person. Oh, is he really? Yeah, Charles never. I was gonna just jokingly say the opposite because you said the opposite, so I was. Then it was real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that's why I bring up his weight because you know it's just one of those noted things where they're like. Where was he born? When? Where? Oh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh, in the U.S. Okay. Yep, he is American out there in New England. Uh, to his dad Sherwood and his mom Cynthia, and they're normal sized people. And uh, he dad's a carpenter, mom's a cleaning woman. What was the uh, experience of a little person in the hard early 1800s? Yeah, very hard. Were they treated? Um, well, that's what's great about Charles. So, um, I you know I don't think that I am not the right person to discuss PC issues. I'm, okay. ju- I'm just not. Sure. I haven't done the research. I don't personally. I don't believe that little person is categorized as a disability. Uh, maybe most of your family's sure. I think you have some people that are considered to be on the. Yeah, I have two sisters that I think are technically little people. If. Yeah. Well, then, so that's the thing is that that just means that you're under a certain threshold. It's not an overriding medical issue, right? Yeah. So I don't like to make this like a celebration of Charles, like. Hey, you're small and you accomplished. Like, that's very ableist. Like, people with disabilities are perfectly capable of whatever the fuck they want. This was nice. This was, yeah, this was good. <clears throat> so, <laughs> I should not be allowed to say things mm-hmm. out loud to when other people. you try pe- to be to like, positive about it, and you're like, it still comes off sounding terrible. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is. There's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. It was nice. I'm an egg. So that's the thing. Tom's uh, a little person. He actually stopped growing. Well, he stopped growing at six months. Uh, So think about a six-month-old child. They're about... Like two feet? Two feet, foot and a half, maybe. That's how tall he was uh, until he hit puberty and he gained a a few more more inches. But they still don't know uh, what the condition was specifically. They think it's a pituitary gland issue of some kind, but... He grew, or he looked exactly like a two-year-old for a really long time. Yeah. So, uh, there, you know, a lot of different conditions, or even non-conditions, uh, contribute to people not growing. But he, whatever he had, he just looked like a toddler. Oh. Always. Okay. Now, that's where you sell the shit. Right. Circus stuff, it sounds like it's going to be a thing. Eat peanuts. People love to watch children eat peanuts. <laughs> they do? Yeah, probably. Is this like some of your own preferences coming out? Like, what the? People like to watch children eat peanuts? I don't like children at all. I don't like We're to about... watch children do anything, but okay. I imagine the internet is a wild place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pra- I don't know. Well, even though uh, he was, um, you know, about the size of a six, uh, of a, a child, a baby. You know, he grew into like a kid. Kid, he ran fast, and he got stronger. And he pulled tricks on his mom, and she was fucking annoyed because he was always hiding everywhere and snickering because he thought it was hilarious. Right, like kids do. Yeah. So, uh, solidly lower middle class family. His parents were actually a little worried. Like, well, if Tom doesn't start, sorry, Charles doesn't start growing, uh, what, what are we gonna? We gotta make. He can't make money. He can't work in a mine. <laughs> can't be a carpenter, you know. Yeah, you can, what? but that was their fear. Was like, well, he's so small. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. So some asshole named uh, Phineas Taylor Barnum. 
What a weird name. Well, you may be more familiar if I call him P.T. Barnum. Oh. As uh, from later fame of Barnum and Bailey Circus. Weird. Okay, yeah, so he, wow. So at this time, he's a very mid-level, what they called back then, a humbugger. It's just true. <laughs> what the fuck? What is a humbugger? Humbug, I guess. Maybe we just don't use that word anymore, but it means tr- to like a trick. Oh. So he's a he's an entertainer who does tricks, which I guess you would call a magician, but he also dabbles in uh, freak showery. Right. Humbugger. I'm glad we don't use that word anymore because it just sounds like it'd be way lame. Well, David Blaine, humbugger. What? All the all the mysticism is sucked right out. <laughs> oh, humbugger? Nah, I'm good, thanks, though. This sounds dumb. Sounds also slightly sexual in some way, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. This is humbugging me. <laughs> yeah. Get away from me, you weird... Why do you talk like that? Um, he, uh... So Barnum is, uh, not the Barnum that, uh, that anybody really knows about yet. He, he has a... He's just... He's one of these fucking guys. He's one of these American guys <laughs> who every situation is an opportunity for him to exploit. Right. And we are talking the 1840s. He met uh, a woman, a black woman, who was elderly, who claimed to have been George Washington's slave, which would have pegged her into her hundreds. Yeah. And Barnum knows that's not true, but he's like, eh, I can sell that. Man, so if she's saying it, maybe other people believe the lie. She commits to it. So he put her on display and just had her... Just stand there and like... Talk about, oh, I used to do George Washington's laundry. Oh. And people throw money at her face. <laughs> I don't know how they give her money. <laughs> ah! <laughs> awesome. Tell more. America. Say stuff. Do a dance. And that's what Barnum does. Well, Barnum, uh, his carriage broke down in uh, Charles uh, City, Bridgeport, Connecticut. And he was staying with his half-brother, uh, Philo who lived there in Connecticut. And Philo was like, you're one of those fucking guys who likes to exploit people. No, that you're are, a humbugger. That are different, yeah. <laughs> you're a humbugger, right? Yeah. Right, Phineas? If I remember right, you're a piece of trash, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, in town, we, there's this kid who's just, he, he just looks like a little kid. But he, he's older. He's like, like a kid. He's like, I think he's four, but he looks... Like a younger. It's not, it's not a really good sell. Like, he's four, but he looks like he's two. Like, it's not very, like, like, whoa. Whoa, no way. Fucking kid. That, that's half the age. Let's get. <laughs> that's half. People will pay for that. They'll throw money to his face. Georgia's in for the dumbass. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Barnum, ever the opportunist, was like, cool. So they go, uh, and meet with uh, with with Charles with Charles's parents in a hotel room, and I think his parents got him ready. They were like, "This is an entertainment selling kind of guy." So, uh, sing and dance. They taught him how to oh. how to dance and how oh. to sing. This just sounds like a sad story now. No, it goes good. Okay, it goes good. Um, now little... I'm just looking at the two year old dancing and stuff, but for money, and it just seems dirty. You gotta remember, this is pre Netflix. Like, what else we gotta do? We gotta stare. Dance, you two year old, do it. <laughs> Dance, kid. This is great. Ah, yeah, that's good. Tap those wooden shoes. Uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> I love a good humbug on a. You got a one year old back there? No, I'm just two year old? Okay. You, have a... you don't have a dancing infant? <laughs> I'm out of here. This is, de- this is awful. I guess that's one thing. He kind of looks like an infant, but it's cute because he's in clothes and he can walk around and sing. I don't know. 
It's just, I get it. It's, yeah. Someone's going to exploit it. And There's something fun. to it. I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it is, again... We just didn't have enough now to I, look at. Now I can't stop thinking about that stupid. Do you remember the uh, the dancing baby before YouTube? It was like one of the most viral oh. videos before. I think that was from Alec McBeal. Yeah, I don't remember what's from, but I remember someone. It's an it's a computer generated yeah. animated it's baby like, that dances. That's like a meme, pre meme. Yeah, so that was way back in the day. So uh, that's now what's in my head when I'm seeing this toddler dance. Um. So if I remember that baby's in a in a diaper, think of Charles in you no. know no no I mean it's like it's like 19th century so it's I know I'm saying no because I want to see the diaper. Oh, you want to see the diaper? I want the diaper. <laughs> so creepy. That's how we humbug around here <laughs> in the early 1800s. Um, I think that's one of the other selling points is that Charles looks cute because he yeah he's a little he, kid. He wears adult looking clothes. Nice tailored clothes. It's and always little... cute seeing a little two-year-old with a bow tie. You're like, that's not what two-year-olds wear. Exactly. Okay. Well, it makes more sense. We have a collar with a bow tie for my dog. Yeah, that's awesome. Cutest goddamn thing ever. It's adorable. He's a he's a very gentlemanly man. Yeah. Uh, well, he's more of a he's he's a boy. He's a gentleman boy. Yeah. Who's also a fat. Good, he's a good guy. <laughs> sheriff. He's a sheriff as well. He's yeah. the, he's the sheriff. He's the king. He's very good looking with yeah. that bow tie. Same thing. Exactly. If uh, Barnum came through our town looking for a humbug and my dog knew how to dance, same situation. Both handsome, both cute. Perfect. Put a bow tie on them, have them dance. I love a dancing dog. I would actually pay real money for that. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see people dance. Especially, especially like white people. Children. Ugh. White children. It's like those uh, one of those beauty contests they have for kids. Ugh, yeah, the uh, child beauty pageants. You know they outlaw that fucked. shit in France? Good. They should outlaw it here. Should outlaw it on the whole goddamn world. It's like the worst fucking thing on so many levels. Anyways. Yeah, uh, it makes me just fucking grossed out. Yeah. That... Besides the giant pervy pedophilia vibe to it all. Who else is running it? Right? It's pedophile. Who's going to watch them? Oh, man, that 12-year-old. <sighs> shit. She's got makeup on and in a bikini. This is a... Uh, Kind of reminds me of my sister, to be honest with you. Boy, I... But younger. Well, I paid for admission, but I got to get out of here to get back to my sister. Tell her to put on her diaper. Yeah. Pretend you're 12. Do it. But I'm... <laughs> but I'm 13. That's not hot anymore. I saw a 12-year-old recently. <laughs> and she could tap dance. Tap dance. And then I'm going to do you in the butt so you don't get pregnant, and then Jesus can just cover his eyes. Yeah, Jesus covers... It, it, Anal is offensive to Christ. Is it? So if you don't want to get caught doing something, just do anal. <laughs> I feel like Jesus would be down with anal. I don't know what he's down with. Oh. He's like, just don't whip me. Oh, yeah, he wasn't into that. Probably not. Yeah. What was he? That'd be way more a different story. <laughs> Hit me. Oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> That one was hard. Talk about passion of the Christ. Wear this crown. Okay. Ooh, Ooh spiky. Ooh. That's a way better story. Daddy's bleeding everywhere. Oh, no. Let me heal you. <laughs> oh. He's liking it. Put him up on the cross. Like That's a little bit too far. All right? What's the safety word? What's the safety word? It's the safety word. Ah, ah. <laughs> You're going to nail my hands? Oh. You guys are hardcore. 
I'm kind of into it now. Kind of, kind of. Okay, I, I get it now. Spear him. He likes it. Nay, he loves the spear. No, I mean spear him because he likes this. Get, keep hurting him. He's gonna eventually crack, right? No, he died up there just coming uncontrollably. <laughs> this has just gone off rails. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh yeah, Barnum was kind of in awe because uh, Charles. Yeah, he he looks like a like a, a baby. So he shows up, and his parents are like, this is our son. And then he dances, and he's like, you're hired. Yeah. I mean, Charles had always been a little bit of an entertainer. He was jokes. He was a jokester. He had a lot of energy. He liked to sing and dance. And with Barnum, they saw an opportunity for him to make money because eh, they were afraid that... If you can't help out in the field, I get it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there are other things. I'm trying to think Stratons. of like things that are like really perfect for like someone who can get into small tight spaces. And then... I mean, that's always. Yeah, I mean, the mines could work, but you'll probably die anyways. Chimney sweep or some garbage. Yeah, yeah. and that's sweep. probably what they were trying to avoid: is like manual labor on this little guy. Let's see if we can get something else. That's a better alternative, I guess, if you're needing to. Uh... Yeah, yeah. And Barnum offered a four-week contract of three dollars a week. Is that a lot back then? Uh, that's about ninety dollars a week. Yeah. Uh, for a, for a five year old or however old he is. Okay, yeah, sure. It's okay. a good start. It's gonna help the family. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what that um entails is going to New York, big old New York City. But this is uh, we've talked about New York at this time a few times. It's not super. It's dirty and gross. Yeah, there's like. I mean, I think it still is, but. Back then, it was a lot worse. more yeah, dusty, dirt um, road, crap. Dirt road. Poop. Dead pee. animals everywhere. Yeah. Um, Three-story high buildings. Three stores. Jesus, God, that's tall. How is it going to is it gonna fall over? It might. I've never done architecture before. <laughs> just kind of kept building it. It <laughs> just kept going up. Yeah. Barnum told me I got a feel full of freaks. Yeah. Just kept adding rooms to it. I don't know. It sways in the wind. <laughs> It sways if you look at it wrong. Don't, <laughs> don't, just, don't go in. Let's just not talk about it. People will be throwing money in there. That's all that matters. Um, Charles the toddler is now brought to, because it is important, to, at least at this point, he is still like a kid kid. He is brought to what is called Barnum's American Museum. Uh, and, of course, uh, the 1800s museum is sort of a bendable word. Let's see. What it? Not really. We got stuff from twenty years ago, <laughs> and it's not even art. It's it's his uh, fake Washington slave and some fake artifacts and some other weird weirdo shit. Right. For a twenty-five cent entry, you can come into the museum. You can see he's got a small zoo, which was really just a, like some goats, it's a dog. Yeah, I was gonna say a cat and a dog. Look at that. They're behind bars. You still throw money at them. Come by later for the barbecue. <laughs> we're 25 having, cents we're having goat or dog <laughs> i don't know which is which uh he had an aquarium um <clears throat> uh i don't even i couldn't find what this is but it was noted a lot of places he had 200 educated white mice what is it so we don't know what that do we know what that means i think they he, just do little i think he tricks. bought a bunch of field mouse and put them in a maze and told people that they were trained for the maze and so uh, people stood over it like whoa well, he turned left 
I <laughs> what an educated mouse. Oh, this one's humping this one to make more so that way they can get through the maze faster. Smart. Nature's amazing. Smart. I, this has been worth my 25 cents, which is like my oh. weekly salary. Sir, have another 25 cents. This was amazing. Let's go back through. Um, he also had a bunch of blackface dancers, Ooh. a uh, quote-unquote giant man, and one of his more famous things is the Fiji mermaid, which maybe you've heard of. So I don't get it. You want to go see white people in blackface dancing like white people because um, they're white. Dancing like white people dancing like black people. Which is almost as bad as just white people trying to dance just in general. Um, <clears throat> it's like watching NSYNC dance. <laughs> Pretty close to that. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Yep. Um, nobody wanted it, but it was thrust upon us. Well, you pay the 25 cents to get all the things, and you go through, and you're like, this is okay, this is okay. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's here. I just paid the 25 cents. I can just walk by, but why is this here? The Barnum puts it dead center, so you have to walk through it. <laughs> and he knows you don't want to be there. But he's like, this is part of it. It's always in your peripheral. No matter what you're looking at, it's like, this is part of it. Gonna be a thing for you. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. I'm like, oh, God. Did they have to? There's just so many elements. I wasn't going to come back through around again, but never mind. Well, I do want to see them mice. <laughs> I want to see them mice again. The guys just keep dancing up on you, and you're like, I, I'm turned my back on you for a reason, man. Come on. Man. I understand that this is a gig for you. I just don't. I don't like. <laughs> Please stop touching my face. Stop it. Stop it. You're getting that black paint all over me yeah um also one of the uh, more horrible relics of the past uh part of this museum was what were called the pygmy people what the fuck are what's a pygmy people they're just african human beings uh put in cages and then they have signs that be like human cannibal or the missing link jesus christ because we are talking there are slaves so people are familiar with black people but if you get people you know, deeper in Africa, uh, darker skin, different uh, st uh, stature or something like that. No. You just say, oh, this is a the missing link, and they eat each other. Because this is way before the emancipation. This is way before, not yeah. way before, but 30, 40 Be years. Yeah. 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 So people are just still staring at, at, at other human beings. Like, like, my, what is, but he's not white like me. All right, so I, I understand, like, I didn't believe evolution before until I saw this gentleman here. Oh, my God. Because I look like an angel. He looks like a monkey. So. Done. I need to go fuck my sister and think about this. Oh, boy. It's going to be a good a good think of fuck. Sister mama, come here. Now, here's the thing. I've been racking my brain about this all day, mama. Mama, sister. Take my pants off. Uh, people from the Africa, the people. They're not monkeys. They, or they are. They aren't. They are? I mean, Barnum said some stuff. I thought some things. Threw money at his face. I don't know. I'll just put another crocodile on the fire and let's eat up and go. I don't want to think about this anymore. It's too hard. <laughs> it's hurting my brain. I miss them white mice. They were so smart. <laughs> so smart. Um. So, yeah, this is a lot of horrible shit. Um, other than... I would say the uh, the, oh, the African people. Alligator. Sorry, go on. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just said it's probably actually an alligator. I don't think crocodiles are. Never mind. Um, I don't think there's either in New York, but I mean, just let me have this. You know what? It, I'm going from the south. 
Um, no, up there too. Well, way, way back, the East River had was full of crocodiles. Yeah, the New York City sewers. That was a uh, an urban legend. Just let me have this. I mean, the Ninja Turtles. I'm pretty sure fought sewer creatures. Yeah. So this this all works. Thanks. This is all working out. Um, oh, and yeah, and I did want to say the Fiji mermaid is somewhat famous for being like one of the greater hoaxes of all time. Was this part of his circus? Yeah, his part of his museum. So what was it? It was just a lady with a fake tail, mermaid tail? No, it was actually bones. It was uh, oh. like the head and torso of a pictures. monkey. Yeah. And then some fish. And they just fused the spines together. And yeah. people bought it. The same way people bought that history channel documentary about mermaids a few years ago there was one i did not see it oh my god and people were talking about could it be is there there a mermaid so people believed in mermaids too i think that's why uh this all makes sense yeah yep um but again as awful as all this is uh well i would say for the african people who are still not people uh everybody else in this scenario is getting paid um so there's some kind of dignity to it, I guess. Okay. Great. Uh, thank God for Netflix. <laughs> uh, um, well, the uh, Charles, what he did because he was so cute is, um, well, okay, sorry. First of all, Barnum named him General Tom Thumb. Um, Tom Thumb is an English poem from the 1600s about a boy who was the size of his father's thumb. And he he fought fairies, uh, um, and was a knight of Arthur King Arthur's Round Table. And I'm sure he told that all to uh, little Charles. Probably, he's it's like this is who we're basing you on is this dipshit book. Read it, you awesome. toddler. You work here. I thought he was gonna make sound up to me like you're. See, this is good for you. Look, you're Tom. You're a knight. Ah, now dance. <clears throat> more pizzazz sing on key on key on key hit him hit him um everything i saw barnum was nice to charles and charles actually enjoyed being there he did like being an entertainer oh good and um you know i i don't think it's an issue if you like it maybe i mean there's probably some sort of like he may not have realized he was being exploited taking advantage of anything but you know if he's happy i'm happy I mean, I found a quote from him later in his life where he said he did regret regret that he didn't have a full traditional childhood. Um, but overall, he was not disappointed because, I don't know, everything works out for, for Charles. You like being an entertainer? Yeah. Exactly. Who doesn't like being on stage and dancing? People with stage fright. Oh, that was more kind of rhetorical. And... No, I, w- I, didn't, I didn't think about them. Uh, you can get over it. People, maybe everybody. This is why we'll never get advertising. It's problems like that. <laughs> the things that I say. Um, I like them. J- uh, I'll so, advertise. So you, I'll advertise you, and you'll advertise me. People time brought to you by People Time. <laughs> Listen to People Time on People Time. You can check out People Time on all the streaming platforms for podcasts. They're pretty great. Welcome back to People Time. That's a good ad. I think so. Short and sweet. Yeah. That's what I always say. Um, that's why um, what I've been working on is to get us a, a real good contract with maxi pads. And, I, and I'll say the catch line is short and sweet. <laughs> that's what people want for maxi pads, right? Soak it up. 
<laughs> Maxi pads has got your back and your badge. Yeah, they do. That's nice. I should be. Uh, they should be paying me for this, right? Yeah, let's add this to my email that I've been composing for them. Maxi pads Ma- got your back. I'm just emailing Maxi pads uh, customer service, and uh, I think I think it work out. <laughs> it's probably gonna get to someone that we'll, high. We'll just put in a bunch of taglines like Maxi pads. <laughs> it'll suck you better than a Hoover. Uh, it'll, it'll suck you better, or, uh, it'll, it'll keep you dry, like, uh, that, uh, like that nerdy guy at work who's always hitting on you, <laughs> yeah. keeps you dry, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's gonna be great. So, Charles, <laughs> uh, Charles, uh, Tom Thumb, again, comes from a poem, uh, Barnum chose to go with General tom thumb because it's it's cute yeah it's fun he's he's a little he's a little kid so it's like i call my dog sheriff it's fun yeah. same thing you're just like him and i'm exactly like pt barnum yeah i make my dog dance and i call him sheriff it's adorable yeah, i don't know people throw money at his face you gotta do what you gotta do um barnum also advertised uh charles is 11 just because it would make him more impressive to look that small and be 11 I get that, and at the same right. time, why not be like, he's 32. Right? If you're going to lie. He's 67 years old. Maybe it's too much. People won't believe it. I mean, 11, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I mean, if you're going to make up shit, make up something maybe a, 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 a bit more elaborate. Yeah. You have a mermaid on display. <laughs> like, yeah. just say, he's actually half mole. <laughs> he's a mole person. Yeah, that, dude, that's see. He, he's 200 years old, and he knows all the secrets of the underground he's civilization. He's not going to tell you. You have to pay way... Give me more 25 cents. You can't afford it. Give me 25 more cents. You have to watch him dance 72 hours straight. And you then have to keep you paying will him. see. And you will understand the secrets of the mole people. And Charles is like, yep. <laughs> Do-do-do. Doing his little thing. <clears throat> Um, at first, what Charles would do is he was on uh, just a, like a little elevated, uh, it's not a full stage, but just like a platform, and he would wear different costumes and pose like a statue. Why? Because he was just that damn cute. Oh. So they dress him up like a Greek s- soldier, this is... and he would just pose Makes with the staff. Sh- she like this today. You could still see people like do the, uh, what do they call that, the human statue or the... Uh... Yeah, people will be like, but it's not like a little person. It's just someone painted their themselves gold or or yeah gray, and then they stand still. What is that? Uh, uh, to Caesar's Palace in in uh, good old Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Which I would like to go back to once the end of the world is over. See those big hunky guys dressed like Grecian soldiers and pinch their nipples. Mm. They can't do anything about it. Mm. They get paid. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'm a I gamble here. You stand, I pinch it. <laughs> Well, I think everybody in their office has an older, like a middle-aged woman with a calendar with babies. Yeah. And the babies are... Angela. He's dressed like a mailman. Oh, my gosh. That's what Charles is doing in real life. And then people are just going there and be like, this is nice. I'm really glad I'm here. Look at that child uh, dressed like uh, he did Cupid. I'd really like to have a big one. one person who's like, it's a conspiracy. There's Look, we know somebody who has a two-year-old. They look almost just like, like, look, just go outside. Uh huh. Sean's out there. Sure. He's got a two-year-old kid. Go look at him. Why are you paying 25 cents to see this? 
the this one's a general, and he's a, he's a fourteen hundred year old mole. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm so sorry to know he's a general. And look at his he's so or cute. A mole. Look at his little face. All right. Look at him. All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's not even blinking. I don't even know why he's doing John's that. John's kid's ugly as shit anyway, so good, good call. Yeah, there's a lot of ugly babies in the world. <laughs> we don't want to put them on display unless they're that ugly. And then Barnum would be like, well, now that's... Cha-ching. Yeah, that's interesting now. That is an ugly child, ma'am. May I buy it from you? Yeah. For my museum. Um, Take them. That's fine. You can uh, Google pictures of some of this shit if you want to. Uh, oh, shit. Of Charles, you can see him dressed as a Greek soldier, Hercules, uh, Cain, killing Abel. Don't know why they went with that. What? Yeah. There's one where he's like dressed in like tattered clothes with a rock. He's Cain? And he's holding it over his head. Yeah, like he's killing Abel. Huh. Don't know why they went with that. They made him the uh, antagonist of the story in the Bible? Well, I guess the opposite would be him on the ground being like, don't hit me. <laughs> Which is why it's weird to pick that one at all. Like, I don't know. He could have been like... It's a uh, different world. Gabriel the angel or whatever. Something more heroic. I don't know. If he should have been Lot being seduced by his daughter. <laughs> there you go. Just drunk. He's got bottles around him. Two bottles. Oh, no. Don't do this. I'm your father. Two female toddlers just, just <laughs> eyeing him. They're not touching. They're just eyeing him like uh, in a minute. Sounds more like child beauty pageant shit again. Hey, I, I don't know. The, the line is blurred here somewhere. Um, <laughs> it's the early 1800s. There's the, no line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't think Charles was victim to that. I hope not. Yeah. I didn't see anything. But um, his main get was Napoleon. People loved him dressed up like Napoleon. That is adorable. He kind of had a little bit of a Napoleon face because Napoleon had a little bit of chubby cheeks. Yeah. And... It, it's cute. Yeah. And he walked around like Napoleon and interacted with people and pretended to be Napoleon. Barnum would train him on things to say, like walk up to people and be like, ah, those damn English. And people are like, ah. Oh, this. my God. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's tiny. Say, say, omelette du fromage. Say it. Do it. Say something French. Say, say it. Say, say it. <laughs> We're paying He's not you. saying the stuff I want him to. Security! Man, I'm going to have to fuck my sister over this. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I have to say it. You know, Napoleon, short, little person. People ate that up. Which is funny because he really wasn't short. Yeah, and I think that in propaganda. America, they just think that he was. Yeah, probably. I don't think anybody ever met him. No. I don't know. Maybe they got the propaganda too. I know the English did. We're going to have to do that guy at some point. I've started him a couple of times. It's, it, gonna, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Ah, whatever. Um, Barnum also liked to, to uh, like, have, he would actually have Charles stand on his palm and just walk around with him, like, like a, I don't know, just walk around with him. Would you guys like any complimentary... Uh... Child? <laughs> <laughs> passing these out here? Do we eat it? What do we do? Would you mm. like complimentary Napoleon... Something to satisfy you before dinner? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Creme fraiche? <laughs> and Tom is just tap dancing. Ah, cha -cha 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 -cha. People are confused. I don't... This is not really an appetizer, so it's not food. This what, is not... What am I supposed to react? Am I supposed to say yes or just laugh and... What do I... Do I just laugh and nod okay. nervously? Okay. <laughs> is that child okay? <laughs> Jesus. Come to the barbecue later. <laughs> 
we're having goat or dog or person <laughs> or <laughs> toddler. <laughs> um, another thing that was fun is Barnum would uh, wear a long coat, and put Charles in his pocket, and walk around and talk to people, and, and t- uh, Charles would poke out unexpectedly and tell a joke. Is that a child in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? It's <laughs> uh, a child. No, yeah. Yeah, then Charles would poke out and be like, ah, <laughs> he is erect. Ta-da. <laughs> erect with joy. I don't get that joke because I'm a kid. And then pops back down. Yeah. And uh, Barnum was just smelling money all over. Uh, he ended up uh, giving Charles a new contract for $7 a week. Oh, that's a, a huge increase as opposed to the three dollars a week. Big money. Well, it's, it's a more than double. A few hundred. Yeah, not too bad. Hmm. Um, he toured around. Basic math. Charles or Barnum took Charles sort of on a small New England tour. They went around, you know, New York, Connecticut, Boston, etc. Hmm. Having uh, having having Charles do his thing: tap dance, sing, dress in costumes, and people were going bananas for it. Uh. That they would also, um, uh, photography was kind of new-ish, and there's this thing called, uh, it's French, so I'm going to fuck it up, but I think it's carte de de visite. I don't know what it means. It just means little picture. So, so it's, you know, pictures used to be kind of big because the the way the big uh, plate had to go in there and be like this big thing that took an hour to make. Yeah. So this is basically early Polaroids where they take like a quick and it comes out smaller. They're like, whoa. Yeah. So they would take those of uh, Charles in his different costumes and sell them to people. <laughs> one picture of a two-year-old? I've got ten. Want one? Uh, different costumes, too. You Especially want, if you, you want a Napoleon or do you want a cane? If you didn't know about them being in your town and someone just walked up to you and said, that, hey, you want a, want a picture of a two-year-old? What? Man, the picture part's interesting because that's that's crazy. But you get a, why do you have pictures of two year olds? You get arrested for that now. <laughs> yeah. Like you read when you read that on the news, where they're like, "So and so neighbor arrested for having such and such gigs of child yeah. photos." Like it's, 30, it's pictures of Charles. <laughs> yeah. Thirty terabytes of uh, Charles in different costumes. <sighs> I. Didn't Especially see this episode going this. I'm sorry. I know I'm perv- I'm perving everything up. No, uh, I didn't. I saw it going this way. Not this much this early. Oh, that was gonna be harsher later down. Like, not in the story from us because we're terrible. Oh, okay. But that's fine. Um, but yeah, th- this was sort of a big part of their thing from now on. Is that Charles everywhere he goes, he's got a suitcase full of pictures of himself, and they sell them to people for a few cents and. Starts to get where Charles, it kisses. Can you imagine just going over to someone's house and being like, "Hey, come up to my room." And you're like, "Okay, cool." And you're like, "Hey, who's this little? <laughs> who's this picture of is this, this little kid? Is this like a relative your, of yours?" What is no, he's he's not. Nah, yeah. some guy sold it to me <laughs> on the street. It's awesome, right? It's awesome. I, I gotta go home. <laughs> no, but look at this one. He's killing Abel. Look at this one. I gotta I gotta go. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'll sell it to you. <laughs> if you, huh? Some people don't get art. <laughs> Clearly. Sorry, I cut you off. You were saying. Uh, it's just another cute part of Charles' story. Is uh, I don't know where it came up from, but he will stand on a table with these pictures around him. People will come up, buy the picture, and if it's a female, he gives them a little a little kiss on the cheek, and he calls that his receipts. 
which is, I'm sure, something Barnum told him to do. But imagine teeny little cute kid, charming, tap dancing. Get, yeah. Get, yeah, exactly. And back then, uh, people started to get obsessed with him about how cute and charming he is. Women started throwing panties up at him. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Diapers. Throwing diapers at him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm burping this up even more so than it needs to be. I'm super sorry. Oh, man. Okay, so. Um, they... But everybody's going nuts. He's a, he's a cute kid. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. He's a very cute kid. Well, and what's also important is that he's also charming, talented. Um, he is only five or six, but he's a good talker. He's not embarrassed in front of crowds. He can remember a joke if Barnum teaches it to him. He can dance. He's an actual performer who's just also very, very cute. cute looks charming. Looks good killing Abel. Yeah. You know? If you can make that look good, you're probably cute. You're doing a good job. Yeah. Um, every time I kill Abel, everybody just tries to call the police. Yeah. Whenever I tried to kill my brother when we were growing up, everybody just was like, better stop it. Every time I try to kill people, they don't get my way. Otherwise, I kill everybody. Yeah, I know. Because I'm Negan. Yes, I've seen I've seen the program. You lose, by the way. I haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, spoiler. I mean, he's the bad guy and not the main it character, actually, so I kind of figured. It actually takes a lot longer than it should to finish that arc. I, I think because he was a fan favorite. I like him. You know. I like me. I like all of us. We're all naked. Yeah. And your and your bat, Brandy, Brand Brandy the the beady stick. Is that what he calls it? Changed the name so many times I can't. Batty girl, Batty girl, Bat girl. I don't remember what you said. I don't know. Well, uh, feeling all this uh, this red hot energy, Barnum is like, I'm taking this goddamn toddler to Europe. And in 1844, they go to uh, London and. You know, we've talked about how the American culture, we can all guess, would slack jaw, just yokel like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a king in the costume. Yeah. Um, England was less receptive. They were like, so nice. that's a child that you're making dance. Um, they mm. weren't They weren't into it. So, Like, have you seen uh, Harry Houdini guy? Huh? That guy is a real entertainer. That guy's an actual humbugger? Yeah. He will humbug. Actually, I think he's a little bit later on, but yeah. Yeah, he's not quite yet. He's in the late 1800s. But he does, he blows everybody's nips off Yeah, with his magic. We have an episode about that. Go ahead and check that out. Hey, today's advertisement is People Time. Go listen to People Time episodes where you listen about people and time and you get the episodes. People Time is an amateur podcast. They're really super cool. Uh, they have a ep- uh, two-part episode on Harry Houdini you can check out. Their hosts are insufferable, but the content <laughs> is something to behold. <laughs> Erections. Hmm. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to that advertisement. We're back with People Time. Just took a quick break. Um, Charles Stratton, strapping young cho- toddler, very uh, charming and talented, is not having a lot of success in London. The English press call it crass. They make fun of it for being American. I mean, the war recently I ended, so they the Brits, still man. don't like us. This is great. This is so, yeah. I, I mean, mean, not good for him because he's not making money now. But here's what's great. Uh, they do uh, from some of the, so he's doing like intermission acts for operas, which is weird. I think that's just where he they could. He sings? Like he's singing operatic? No. So like oh. during the intermission when everybody goes to take a piss. Oh, right, right. He's up there singing and dancing and tapping and dressing like Napoleon. 
and it was his Napoleon impression that started to get him some attention. So he's doing impressions, and that's... Yeah, because imagine, all right, he's about maybe three feet dressed up like Napoleon in England. Um, I think you just recently defeated him. Don't know the timeline there, but... Napoleon I... is late 1700s, early 1800s. Okay, so the English don't like Napoleon, and they see a little kid mocking him. And uh, he's also a talented and funny kid. You're like, ah. Oh, so it starts off with him being like alphabet soup and <laughs> stuff that little kids sing, the animal crackers, blah, blah. And then everyone's like, we don't give a shit. And he's all like, I'm Napoleon. I'm going to, we're going to win, you guys. Let's go to our next battle at the Waterloo. And everyone's like, oh, that's where he loses. Oh, well, it's so funny. I think you. that's exact. Yeah, I think you hit it. Because, like, where the English feel superior until you talk about something they like, then they become slack-jawed yokels. Like, <laughs> he said Waterloo, <laughs> and he's a kid. Oh, uh, Napoleon gets killed uh, pretty soon after he loses that. Uh. It's, so, to give a modern context, it's, and again, the Internet's a wild place. This probably exists. It's probably an Osama bin Laden dress-up competition for toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I just turned it. That was a real laugh. <laughs> I just did what they did back then. They're like, Napoleon. So, <laughs> kids with fake beards walk around and be like, oh boy, I better hide out in this place in Islamabad. Uh-oh, are them helicopters? And the American uh, right would uh, right. throw money at them. Yeah. Same concept. I can't believe I laughed like that. Oh, man. Uh, I get it. This I'm is now what, there. I get it. So you understand Charles Stratton now. I'm an idiot. We're all pretty dumb. But um, luckily, this, because he was going to operas, he was invited to perform for whoever, a count, and then a duke, and then a viceroy. I don't know the fucking, what is, who's above who over there. But some archduke or some buttfuck who... Sandwich. Probably. Yeah. Maybe it's some sandwich or somebody related to him. Yeah. Um... Uh, was like let's um let's introduce him to the queen it, who who is Queen Victoria. Um, which is kind of a big deal, um, because she's the queen and God save the queen. Yeah, she's uh great. I guess I don't know everything I've heard about Victoria. She does sound like an interesting person. Maybe I'll people time her, but um, it took months and months of Charles doing his thing for Dukes. Until one of them was like, the, the queen needs some entertainment this afternoon. Come on down. There's not much to do back here, so let's bring the child to the queen. Yeah, let's have this child dance for the queen. Great. <laughs> That's great. So uh, he is about six. It's in uh, 1844, about March or April. They go to Buckingham Palace. And this is actually a pretty fun story. So he starts off with his regular uh, show, which is him... He sings his signature song at the time was a Yankee Doodle thing. Sure. Uh, does some impressions, jokes. And at first it's fine. The, everybody politely claps the way the royalty does. And they're like, very nice. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Is someone jerking off? No, no, no. I'm clapping. Oh, oh. It's, uh, no, it's still going on. <laughs> is that right behind me? <laughs> Fuck. God. It is. God damn it. It's one of those weird guards with the big thing on their head. <laughs> He's just quietly jerking off. 
Don't mind me. <laughs> he is cute. Yeah, you guys were right. <laughs> God. Going to hell. <laughs> well, so. Boy, but that guy is that pervert guy. Yeah. Yeah, not us. <laughs> we aren't jerking off to children. We just find it funny when others do. Uh, that's not it. You're, is that, you're not helping at all. A, is that better? No. All right. Sorry. Okay. Go on. <laughs> so before this, Barnum had told Charles, he's like, English royalty is different than regular crowds, especially American crowds. Yeah. You can't turn your back on the queen. That's like a thing. You can't? No, I think that's still the case with like... Uh, what happens if you do? What do they do to you? I think guards come out. <laughs> Excuse so, me, sir, but you've broken the law of you, turning your back on the queen. I can't you, do it with an accent. You have disrespected our queen, sir. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Americans do. Like, <laughs> what? Who won what war? Eat shit. <laughs> You fucking, you guys all fuck each other anyway. Especially that one. That's the guy that's jerking off in the back. <laughs> so bizarre to think about one of those guards. Big furry hat, yeah. Well, and he's just looking straight ahead <laughs> because they can't respond to anything. Very nice looking tight suit top, whatever that thing is, a red. Oh, fuck. So. <clears throat> those pants are uh, I'm sorry. So Charles, um, both, I mean, he's still a kid, and he's quite little of stature. So after they do his show, he bows, and Barnum bows, and you're supposed to sort of bow and then do like a half bow and walk out backwards. Okay. Um, Charles bows, and he's trying to keep up with Barnum, but he, he can't walk backwards well, so instead he just runs he just turns around and runs up to Barnum and then turns around and bows and then runs and then turns around and bows. Yeah. And uh, that's bad. I mean, it's disrespectful because he's adorable. They let him get away with it. Oh, I mean, yeah. if you think about it, like think about a little kid, like bow, run, turn, bow, run. It's cute. Exactly. He is <clears throat> and I it's, it's unintentional, thing. but I think it's part of their training. Uh, one of the royal guard dogs, which is luckily just a little spaniel, was upset that this is happening. The dog knows. He's like, oh, I know the law. Yeah, this is like my dog's a sheriff, but this is this is a real. This is the royal guard this, dog. This is a real sheriff. So this dog is luckily only about Charles's size, but he's ticked off. So the dog runs up, barking at Charles, and always on his feet. Charles, still dressed up like uh, Napoleon, pulls out his prop sword and is like, "Ha ha! On guard, you fire! That's beast. adorable. That's cute. Exactly." I can't do like a kid voice, but that's what he's supposed to have said. Some, I'd like to hear you some try. version of please, uh, uh, please on, on guard. You, You're right. You final to... beast. Is that good? Yeah, it's good. I felt like a child again. Yeah, I feel like I'm watching Ren and Stimpy. Um, the whole court, the queen in, included, found that just amazing, adorable. Yeah. So the show didn't go amazing, but that part they were like, ah, what a charming kid so he's actually invited to come back and perform to bigger audiences and once that hits the news that the queen uh not only saw him but were very approving brought him back again all of london is now has to see this child which is I think the queen is a trendsetter which is a depressing thing to say that's weird yeah the you love the english i find them strange i love the british well i don't think that they take fashion tips from their current queen but i mean 
think everybody's dumb in the 1800s, but... <laughs> the queen says it's cool. <laughs> She's hip. <laughs> so Charles is like a big deal in London now. He's actually attracting the uh, the biggest crowds he's ever gotten. Usually like a, a thousand or more people will come Shit. through his shows. At the famed Egyptian theater in London, um, <clears throat> he's he's doing his whole kissing ladies on the cheek and calling it a receipt. People are goo goo and gaga and at him. Yeah, it's great, great fun. Uh, Charles Dickens saw a performance and enjoyed it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's weird. Uh, King Leopold, lots of famous folks. He's just he's becoming well known. Yeah, he's doing he's he's doing well. Yeah, he's doing well. Um, is he making pretty good money now? Uh, yeah, he's st- yeah. Um, I think he's making like ten dollars a week, which is several hundred bucks. Nice. Yeah. Does his parents come along with him, or is he just? Yeah. 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 Luckily, they didn't just give him to Barnum. That would be weird. Pretty bad. There was some fun stuff that I read that his parents are celebrity parents. When you think about it, like dad spends more money than he should, and he's a drunk, <laughs> and mom. Spends more money than she should and doesn't spend time with him, really. Oh, But that's what That's happens. my son over there. Ooh, look at this little pair of shoes over there. Mm-hmm. Who are you, young man? <laughs> Ma'am? Who are you? Isn't that your husband over there? He's drunk. It don't matter. You fucking English people. Who won the war? <laughs> Y'all see my son? No, like, we don't care. Well, I mean, your son, we care, but like, we, I want to go see him, yeah. Yeah, you guys are terrible. You don't talk all queer like that. <laughs> Aluminium. <laughs> Idiots. America! <laughs> um, uh, the, I, and again, I, I hate to stress it because I don't know shit about Napoleon, but I guess the person who defeated him at Waterloo was the Duke of Wellington. Mm. And the Duke of Wellington went to one of his shows. Uh, and afterwards, Charles is dressed as Napoleon on his table selling his pictures, and the Duke of Wellington came up to him, and again, per Barnum's instructions, uh, Charles, when he saw the Duke of Wellington, sat down and looked despondent and sad. <laughs> and the Duke said, uh-huh. what's wrong? And, and Charles said, just thinking about losing at Waterloo. <laughs> and uh, everybody had And everyone a... was like Oh it's oh. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's like Oh my You are Napoleon he Draws out his sword Napoleon He's back And the kid pulls out his sword He's like On guard <laughs> You foul fiend <laughs> And then The Duke of Wellington Hacked him into pieces Cuts his, yeah, cuts his arm he, off He cut him into pieces And then um, The episode that's, yeah, that's how he dies so, thanks for uh, listening, and make sure to check out our, our advertisement today, People Time. The That's po- not what happened, but po- it really happens. Oh, everybody just clapped and, oh, goo-goo. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yay. Uh, Barnum also was leaning into this cuteness. He bought a small carriage that could carry Charles and had it uh, pulled by little ponies, and that's how Charles got around London. Yeah. So... If you're in London uh, and you see a teeny little carriage with a tiny person in it being pulled by ponies, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you follow it, and then it's a show of a kid who tells jokes and dances. Is that how they like advertise? Like, yeah. yeah. Like when they weren't performing, Charles would just 
ride that thing around town waving at people and they're like what the they're like i gotta follow that kid what's going on with this <clears throat> well i guess they probably aren't confused as much as they are enamored because they they read the paper and it's like oh that's the the kid that the queen likes mm. this is adorable i love my life i love it here in london seeing the little the kid i love it here yeah it's a little bit dreary and cold and rainy it's always raining but this is still good America, they don't even have royalty. And they have, there's, there's a lot of sun there. So. Uh, Charles uh, is getting better at telling jokes, apparently. I couldn't find a lot of them, but people did say that he started even writing his own jokes. And they're all size-based, based on making fun of his size. Uh, things like he would have another performer on stage with him who would be like a straight man. Um you know, helping him get through the jokes, and he would ask things like, Charles, do you chew tobacco? And and Charles would say, no, I never touched it, on account of the hand of my, or the size of my hand. <laughs> oh, God, that's too much for the, even for then. That's too funny. He's like the Richard Pryor <laughs> of the, <laughs> of the, the 19th century. <laughs> Just really edgy shit. Yeah. He would stand up there and pretend to be high on heroin and just nod off like an art piece and nobody nobody laughed but you know that's com that's comedy i guess um he's uh his contract is getting bigger and bigger his crowds are getting bigger and bigger he is actually getting like rich now nice uh they they move out of england they tour belgium spain france uh france was specifically what did they think about the Napoleon shit? They didn't bring the costume, yeah, because they were afraid of what was going to happen. Actually, the, the so he dressed up like the Queen. King was like, "I'm the Queen. Oh. <laughs> I'm an Englishman," oh. and then just like hit himself in the ass and act like an idiot. They're like, <laughs> "Fuck the British." <laughs> um, but uh, the King Louis Philippe uh, actually was disappointed. He's like, "Nah, we would want to fucking see the Napoleon shit." So they for uh, real, yeah, because they yeah, that was funny. Uh, I mean, he's deposed at that point. I guess it's kind of fun. Which 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 King Louis is this? Uh, it's Felipe. Felipe. What number? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how many Louis there are. Like eighteen. This isn't like uh, Antoinette's uh, husband, right? <sighs> Man, what year is she? Because we're in like eighteen. We only did an episode on her. Eighteen forty-four. People right now. time. If you want to know the answer to this, check out that episode. Yeah, today's advertiser, People Time, has an episode on Queen Mary Antoinette, the dumb person. She was not very bright. We made fun of her a lot. She really liked feathers and bright colors and eating cake. Putting vases in her giant hair. She was a bizarre lady. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. She was a bit of a dipshit. Really just dumb. <laughs> let's just go with that. Um, Let's see. In France, they called him Le... General Tom uh, Pousse, which means thumb, I guess. Huh, okay. And too much claim. Similar similar thing. He went around Paris and, and everybody was like, fuck, holy shit balls, holy shit, what a cute little person. Give him some wine. Give it to him. Wouldn't that be funny? I want to see a drunk Napoleon, little, little drunk dumb. Yeah, do it. Come on, that'd be funny. Uh, he actually performed a play in France that was written for him uh, when he was eight years old. Um... It's called Le Petit Poussette. It just means the little thumb right. man, little thumb person. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's based on a French folktale. Um and Barnum is still advertising him as a teenager, so 
there's a lot of that kind of uh look how small he is he gave me a kiss he's so cute yeah lots of that um i think i already mentioned it but yeah the parent his parents are like spending his money and being assholes and they start fighting with with barnum and uh of course threatening to leave and barnum in public calls them drunk idiots (laughs) in the papers that's awesome so i like that um I don't know. I didn't really want to... We talked about how he gives out his receipts, the kisses. Yeah. People think that he's 15, and human beings are strange. So there was some... Where is this going? I don't think Charles was touched. I think Barnum is actually a good man as much as he's an exploiter. He protected Charles. But there were groups of women who sought Charles. Like, would go there repeatedly buy the pictures to get the kisses uh giggle what the, get back in when line when you say women like are we talking like twilight moms or are we talking like teenage girls <laughs> i don't know i've read it said women uh, uh they could have been teenagers they could have been full-grown women i think they're just so enamored with his cuteness the way people act around toddlers uh but they're like oh he's adorable like a toddler but he's of age almost oh, oh god my god so I can't get in trouble for this. A big part of his... <laughs> the fuck? What I don't like is that none of the research points to this. This is my own gross brain. Okay. But I just look for the worst in people. Because they usually suck, yeah. They're usually awful, and I think a lot of his popularity might... Ha- not a lot. Some of his popularity has some of that weirdness where people were obsessed with him with mixed feelings they didn't understand. Hmm. So there's that. Gross. One of the better stories, uh, there's a painter... Uh, named Benjamin Hayden, who uh, painted some bullshit, moralistic shit that nobody fucking cares about <laughs> anymore. But he was very, very popular at the time. And he was sharing a venue with Charles one week. And Benjamin Hayden was accustomed to thousands of people coming to his show. When Charles came to town and booked the room next to him, um, Benjamin Hayden saw about 100 people that evening. And his room was before charles's room so people had to walk by his room to get so to charles benjamin literally watched thousands of people walk past his hey i am a painter where are you going these are pictures of jesus and things that matter why are you going what is, what is to that? the child the dancing child i must paint him i must paint him i must paint him did he ever paint him no actually what uh uh, he did instead was uh, cut his own throat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was yeah, that's escalated quickly. Fuck. Yeah, um, he was so depressed <clears throat> that the little little kid got more attention than he did. He's like, my life is over. Yep. <sighs> some some uh, American uh, little person stole his crowds, and he was so moralistically. Uh, what even is life? If this is what it is, this is not the honor that I sought as an artist. Uh yeah, yeah. So uh, he actually shot himself in the face and then and then cut his throat. Really? Yeah. The gun the gunshot didn't do it. He just wanted to be sure. He's a thorough man. Um, what? I don't understand. How did he not die from the gunshot to the face? Um, old timey guns. That that sounds like the worst way to go. You first shoot yourself in the face and it doesn't That's... work. So you're like, where's the knife? Oh God, it takes too long to reload this kind of a gun. Okay, give me the knife. Give me the... <laughs> That's a horrible thing. I'm still alive. I need a better knife. I need a better knife. Um, the where's a rope? Oh my god! 
And a guy who his mouth is full of pills because he's like, none of this works. <laughs> the rope helped co- close the wound in my neck. This... <laughs> Help me die. He shot, he shot himself and then cut his throat. Well, then he would pick st- one, stumble into the street asking for help, like kill me. But instead, they get him to a hospital and he's healed up. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, my life. It's the worst joke. He tries unplugging the plug, even though this is not the right time frame. And then the guy next to him dies like, oh, wrong plug. That'd be pretty good comedy. Yeah, I just follow this guy around who's an artist who... Depressed, wants to die, can't die. <laughs> Sounds like a, a really dumb sketch, but yeah. I'd do it. I'd write it. All it's right. great. Um, I'd watch it. The, uh, the poet Elizabeth Browning, in response to this, uh, you know, kind of tragedy, said, The dwarf slayed the giant. That just seems mean. Yep, because he was actually a pretty big deal. The guy uh, just committed suicide. I mean, I know I'm making fun of it right now, but uh, I'm a terrible person. But <sighs> it seems rude. I mean, in response to this, the European press, you know, always up their own asses, had a lot of think pieces about mourning the death of art in response to Charles. Um, but they kept going to his show, so what the fuck? I don't know. Well, I'm still going to go. Yeah, I'm still going to watch him dance. Have you He's heard adorable. him tell horrible. Have you heard him tell a joke? Kids on point. Yeah. I mean, art is dead. Yeah. It died with Hayden, but <laughs> gives a shit. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Um, one of the last things they did on their on their uh, European stint was Barnum is usually really good about how to make shows work, but this was an idea he had in which he filled a bunch of helium balloons, uh, put Charles in a basket underneath them, uh, and had him tied to like a string. Just had people. Pass him around. Like, look how cute he is in this basket. Because he's so light, the balloons hold him up. And if you let go, he'll die. <laughs> and that happened. And, like, it, and it worked. People were like, pass the basket to me. They, I want to see him. They did. Yeah. And they were all like, hello, little guy. Oh, and pass him around. And somebody slipped. And he did fly off into the wind. What? Yeah. It was that much helium? I thought it was just more of like kind of a gag. Like, oh, no. It was enough to blow him away. And he did. Oh, my God. If it weren't for one... Help, 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 help. Hold on. This isn't funny anymore. Uh, uh, Throw some sandbags up here, please, quickly. Some very fast-acting crowd guy, like, must have been some kind of athlete, like, ran and jumped and grabbed him. Otherwise, the story would be over. (laughs) Like, that's how smart P.T. Barnum is. You know, David Blaine is going to be doing this trick soon. And I say I say tricks, not really a trick. That's true, yeah. yeah. He's gonna be He's literally gonna do that. He's gonna hold himself up with a bunch of balloons and, and fly away. I'm pretty stoked about that. Me too. That's Monday. Is it really? That's the that's today if you're listening today. Don't go listen to that right now. You're listening to this. Let, let us finish watch that. Um I don't know if it's live you can pause this. Just come back. Because <laughs> yeah. I think it's live on YouTube. I'm definitely gonna watch that. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna like not be doing my work at work and I'm gonna be watching however long it takes. <laughs> I like... Hours, shift, a full shift, fine. Shit, I like David Blaine. I want to see him go up into space. Watch. What? Is he going to pass out in space? <laughs> this should be pretty fun. Um, He also played in another play that was written for him in London called Hop O' My Thumb. All right. so It's always thumb stuff, huh? Yeah, but it's called Hop On My Thumb. Yeah, which sounds really... Um... Suggestive to some people. Yeah, us... Yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, what is it really uh, really about? Uh, Hop on My Thumb is, it's an extension of the Tom Thumb idea. It's a fairy tale. He slays ogres. He marries a, 
a, a woodland creature. It's a musical. So why hop? I don't know. My thumb. Yep. Um, I think it's another bit of the weirdness that is not expressed, uh-uh, unfortunately. Um, but Hop on My Thumb becomes a recurring thing for Charles. He does it pretty much the rest of his life. I think he does this play like a thousand times. Must be a good play. I couldn't find it anywhere. There's little bits of the story, but it just sounds like your standard whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he kills an ogre. Um, he is still only about eight or nine but he has started smoking and drinking <laughs> and gambling. Um, he has a pet monkey. He uh, is a, sh- a shit talker off stage, and he flirts with women a lot. So wow, I think show business has gotten to him. Yeah, I mean, when you're that young, I mean, you don't really have much of a chance if, uh, if someone's like, smoke up, buddy, and you're like, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean... There were some quotes I saw from people who he would hang out at bars after the show with Barnum, and they would drink brandy and smoke cigars and hit on the waitress. should be getting baptized at that age. Should be. If you're Mormon. Yeah, but he (laughs) has to make that decision for himself. That is true. It is his decision. He can either get baptized or he can smoke, drink, and maybe hook up with some hookers. He's got the money. I think he made the right choice. It's his decision. Yeah. Uh, baptism's dumb. Yeah. That's a really stupid idea. I just don't care about it. Me either. Um, altogether, he was in Europe for over two years uh, on this extended European tour. By the end of it, he spoke French fluently. What? Good bit of uh, Spanish. Uh, he learned the piano and the violin. Am I a fucking idiot? I can't speak anything. Well, he lived there for a long time. Yeah. You know? If you live there, still be a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, you're right. So I'm pretty sure if I did nothing but listen to Spanish television and was around people who spoke only Spanish, I still wouldn't pick it up. I feel like I wouldn't either. Even if I had to help with like subtitles and a translator and being like, "That you've heard this word before many times. Do you know it? I'm like, uh-uh. I don't know. There's just weird antics going on in the television. I don't know what's going on. I I can't. My brain doesn't. Fucking my brain doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to learn sign language because it seems like well, at least I'm learning English. Sign language is cool. I don't have to like. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to talk to people who you can't normally talk to. Yeah. So he's currently doing sign language, but I don't speak it. So it's ah, like, it's is, like you're speaking Spanish God damn too. It. Pick it up. I'll do it more, and you'll figure it out. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> if this is an all immersion podcast from now on where you only speak in sign language and i watch you do it it's a terrible podcast idea i don't know uh deaf people will love it no yeah they'll love it because you'll be speaking their language they can't see me what i don't understand how podcast works yeah i thought i, thought I was talking into a, a black cock this whole time oh no you are that part's right oh sweet um, well, in 1847, now respected actor and comedian, still a kid, um, Charles goes back to New York, does his thing. He's doing like five shows a day. He keeps touring little bits of, uh, of New England in his, in his carriage. He's straight up fucking rich now. Uh, he bought his family a mansion. He put his sisters through private school. They have... He has sisters? Servants. He has, yeah, he has two sisters. Oh. Um... He has his own private wing 
of the house that has appropriately sized furniture. He doesn't have his own just whole house? Nah, because he's still... I mean, he's nine. Nine, yeah. Yeah. So his parents are like, you smoke and drink still, that's fine, but you have to live here. (laughs) And keep bringing in money. Exactly. I don't think they want to lose their paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He met with uh, President Polk. I'm just picturing Lindsay Lohan's parents. Ugh. Seems good. Seems that fit. It reminds me a lot of Britney Spears. Hashtag free Britney. Yeah. Um, I'm part of that movement. Leave her alone. That's not a joke. I wasn't saying it was a joke. Okay, as long as we're we're serious about Brittany. Yeah. She's mentally ill, but she shouldn't have... I'm sorry, Brittany. We did you wrong. We did her wrong. As people. Um, <laughs> President Polk just recently wrapped up the uh, Mexican-American War. One of them, anyway. Mm. And Polk, of course, <laughs> cheekily asked the general if... He'd be happy to lead the army from here on out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Charles! Oh man, oh, Jesus. Charles that's says, "So, oh, it's so clever." Charles said, uh, "Sorry, sir, that'd be too unfair because I can't be seen to be shot because <laughs> uh... I'm short." Okay. <laughs> is this like a Cheers episode? I know Cheers is way how good it is. Cheers is good. Yeah, that's how good this is. You don't like Cheers? No, I love Cheers. That's what I mean. That's how good this is. Oh. It's the same, it's the same level of comedy. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Well, uh, th- I feel like I'm doing the Houdini episode again where there's a good part in the first part where I was just like, so he went to this place and he just kicked ass and then he did it again and then he did it again. Yeah. So he's torn all over. He's torn. Now he's back in America. He does some shit in Canada, some Cuba stuff. Uh, he's torn through the South. Uh, by the time he's 11, he's seen most, real more of the world than most people. More than I have. Uh, he's also gotten to that Houdini level where there are people touring around using his name, pretending to be him. Uh, you know, there were fake Houdinis that Houdini yeah. would trick. Charles didn't do that. He just let him go. But he's a certifiable celebrity now. He's somebody who, like, he's in the paper most days. That's weird. People are like, Charles Stratton or Tom General Tom Thumb is in Mississippi today, and the show went swimmingly. Nice. Just getting richer and richer. It was a little short for my taste, <laughs> <laughs> but I had a good, I had a good time. It's yeah. a sm- uh, small. I'm a terrible writer. <laughs> <laughs> um. He uh, actually wanted to be taken more seriously as a dramatic actor as he became a teenager. Uh, and he did uh, play serious plays in New York when he was a teenager. He did Romeo and Juliet. Who did he play? Uh, Horatio! Yeah, he, he wasn't Romeo, but he played different parts like that. Oh, that's crazy. Just cool. being, trying to be a dramatic actor. Um, he was in a, a, po- or a, a play called Dread by Harriet Beecher Stowe. Uh, we've talked about her a few times. She's the writer of Uncle Tom's Cabin. Right. I didn't know she wrote plays. I think it's a novel that was adapted into a play. Oh, okay. Um, but Dread is like Uncle Tom's Cabin. It's a, you know, anti-slavery kind of narrative. Um, and uh, Charles play, played a black person in blackface, but it's the times, I guess. It still doesn't make me feel good. No, nah, I don't really want to know what his lines were. Because uh... they were definitely... Probably master is thrown in there, but way too many times. Even though once is mm. too many, 
And then occasionally he just breaks yes, into sir. song and dance yes, sir. about how great it is to be in America. No, because yeah. <laughs> Peter Stowe was anti-slavery, so I'm sure the black characters were quite respectable. I have not read Dread, so I can't attest to that, but that's my assumption. It's kind of interesting that it's like anti-slavery, and then they have white people playing blackface, which I'm sure at the time they didn't even question at all. Well, look, we don't want slavery, but we can't allow black people to be actors. They're not smart enough. Yeah, well... We want them to be regular people, not important, respected not people. Not regular, white-like type of people. Look, we're not saying they're lesser. Look, I'm trying to make money, okay, on the stage, so just put on the fucking black makeup. Just do it. Also, look at that kid. He's, he's still cute when he's wearing blackface. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Look how cute he is. Look at how we're racist. It's great. It's like a little package of racism. <laughs> It's like a little size. sugar packet. Just, yeah. just pull that out of your size. pocket. Yeah, just a little bit of racism. You could hand him out for Halloween. Look, I could use some racism, but I don't want full-blown racism. I don't want a king-size racism. I just need like a little bite-size racism. Let's go watch uh, Tom Thumb play. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's good. That's this good, is yeah. great. It's also going to be a little bit gross because he's going to like sing and dance. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be great. Um, in uh, 1856, uh, Barnum... Uh, actually made some bad investments and went broke. Whoa, on what? It was a clock factory of some fucking thing. They poured all his money into it and then it just didn't work. Okay. Because he's kind of dumb. Um, and it was actually Charles. Um, I don't know. If it were me, I'd be a little bit mad at Barnum for exploiting me. But I'm also rich. So Charles is a good guy. He actually reaches out to Barnum. He's like, hey, man, uh, just come be my manager again and we'll go back to Europe. I mean, I don't need you anymore. Let's go do another European tour and get you rich again. That's nice. He's a nice guy. Trying to do that. Um, by now he's 18. Uh, he's a little under four feet tall. He's actually shorter than that. I think he's like three, three five. That's pretty short, yeah. Yeah. Um, after he hit puberty, he gained a couple of inches. Um, and uh, does he still look really young? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He still has quite a baby face. In fact, yeah. pretty pretty much forever until he becomes like middle aged. Yeah. Um. I have a, a snippet here of a, a comedy dialogue that is just going to be painful. Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. All right, here's a... This is the, the general talking to a doctor. And the doctor says, You know, Tom, do you see any ladies here tonight whom you might like to kiss? Mm. The general says, Yes, sir. And the doctor says... How many of them would you like to kiss? And the general, looking over the entirety of the crowd, says, All of them. All of them. And then the doctor says, Well, we first have to commence uh, with this young gentleman here, or we will have to first commence with this young gentleman here. And uh, the general, because uh, a little boy walks on stage, and the doctor says, Well, we first have to commence with this young man. And uh, Tom says, I never kiss boys. And the doctor says, why not kiss boys as well as ladies? And Tom says, because they are not as sweet as ladies. Mm. And the doctor says, how did you find that out? And Tom says, well, I kissed one once. And the doctor said, how was that? And the Tom said, well, the boy had a bonnet on. So I couldn't tell. So, uh, I, so I kissed a boy, and I liked it. <laughs> he didn't say he liked it, did he? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was trying to say he didn't, and that he got tricked, and then... Well, he didn't explain what he, he said. He got tricked by a boy to kiss him, 
and then and he said that's how he knows women. I kissed a boy and I liked it. The bonnet he was wet. I don't know how to make that work with the melody. I don't remember that. I'm not a song. You're not a song. I'm not a person with the sing. (laughs) I don't do. I don't do the sing songs. A songing guy kind of person. I will kiss a boy if he's wearing a bonnet. I'll kiss a boy if he's wearing a bonnet or not. Especially if he's not. (laughs) (laughs) Take off the bonnet and your pants. But that's, uh, I came to, across a lot of quotes like that where it's like, this was his comedy. And I'm like, is it, is it, com-? okay, I get. I mean, it seems like it's actually like a pro-gay, which is cool, I guess, which I don't think that's really what the purpose is, but. No. And the purpose was that the kid wanted a kiss from Tom because he was gay. Mm-hmm. And he tricked Tom into it, and then Tom was like, oh, but I prefer ladies. Mm. So, And that's hilarious. Okay. It's really, really, it's really, really funny. 1850 comedy is just... I, I want to take a comedian from today and just throw it back then and just see how people are able to I cope. Don't, I don't... Yeah, it would be really dark. Cause it, I mean, it'd be Bill Burr, and he'd make jokes about carriages. And how dumb they are, and, and say fuck a lot. Yeah, and it wouldn't go well. I don't think. Eh. And he'd talk about how, why do you guys still own people? <laughs> do you understand how insane that is? Boo! Get off the stage. Who is it's this insane. guy? It's insane. Yeah, you're right. That's what would happen. Yeah, it might be a lot of fun. Yeah, for us to watch. Um, let's see. He uh he starts uh spending his money. Uh, he buys a yacht. Um. Bunch of Shetland ponies. He uh, hunts a lot. He's got a bunch of hunting dogs. He fishes. Becomes like a dude. Nice. Um, he also had a, an up-and-coming rival, uh, another little person that was employed by Barnum named <laughs> Commodore Nut. Oh, what? Yeah. That's... Okay. Why would Barnum be putting up another like, competition? Charles doesn't specifically work for Barnum anymore okay. he's too rich now he doesn't need and a Barnum's manager. like I found another one I can I can make money exactly yeah Commodore Nut is not quite as uh as talented but he's little he's cute yeah it's fine um Charles didn't have any bad feelings about that he honestly seems like a nice guy and he's got a fucking yacht he doesn't care yeah that's cool uh the Civil War happens uh Charles never talks openly about politics but it, it was noted in private that he was an abolitionist. Uh, really? Yeah, that a lot of that comes from the fact that P.T. Barnum is actually a, a very vocal abolitionist. So some of that might have passed over to him. Yeah. Cool. I don't think Charles is a very political guy, but uh, I don't think he he was down for owning folks, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, next big thing that happens is he meets another uh, a little person named uh, Lavinia Warren Brown, who is, uh, again, another uh, little po- uh, person employed by Barnum. She sings, she dances, she's cute. Uh, I saw a very unfortunate number of times in which it's quoted that Barnum intentionally hired Lavinia to hook her up with Charles, but the wording was that he gifted her to Charles, which really bothered me. I don't think that's the case as much as... I brought you a present. Open it up. (laughs) (laughs) It's wrapped so airtight. What's it be? It's a girl. (laughs) She's the same size as you. It's a girl. Do you get it? Do you get it? She's yours. Do you get it? Right? Uh, and he's all like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm attracted to every who just ladies, but that's nice. This is 
I mean, I get it's fine. She's great. It's good. It was a nice sentiment. I don't know. And Barnum's what just is... grinning. <laughs> look at look at look. Your body's about the same size. Do you see it? Damn it! This is cute. Hot dog. Uh, can you guys both start dancing? <laughs> Sucks. Please start dancing together. Dance for me. They're like. Ha, na, ha, na. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more likely that, uh, uh, like I said, Barnum went broke. Charles got him rich again. And uh, I don't think it's a gift as much as Charles was like, or Barnum was like, Charles should date. And she, there's a pretty lady his size. Let's hook him up. Let's meet and have him meet. Yeah. Um, okay. So him and Lavinia do date for a minute, but they get married pretty quickly. Oh. There's a lot of speculation that it is a... Sham wedding for advertising. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, did he actually? Did they actually like like each other and shit? I think they actually do. Oh, that's cool then. Um, I think they might have gotten married as a publicity ploy, but they stayed married until he died. Oh, okay, nice. And her uh, autobiography only reports good things, so I think they really. I think maybe it was designed as that, and then it actually worked out. Nice. Um, the main reason I'm certain that it was a ploy is that uh, Lavinia's younger sister. Uh, Minnie is also a little person. Uh, she was Lavinia's uh, bride of honor. Is that what that's called? Her maid of honor. Maid of honor. And then Charles's best man was Commodore Nutt. So it's four little people at a very, very highly advertised marriage. Like they hand out flyers in New York. Oh, uh, I see. And 25 cents at the door. Come see them get married. Like 2,500 people showed up. Holy hell. And crammed in this church to watch them. And they all just laughed and gooed and God. <laughs> all these people, they're like us. Uh, but they're little. But they're little. Uh, they're married now. He has to consummate. Little. Oh, think about that, huh? Let's Did you think about that, Jerry? Huh? Huh? Did I think about... Did you hear something? The little dick? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, it's behind... God! Is there a, an English garden here? Jesus. He's a big fan. Thinking about it too much. You're thinking about the consummation too much. It's none of our business, but we are all going to go on the honeymoon. Just to make sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, old school style to make sure that it happens. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's really, really strange. I mean, the Civil War was happening, and his wedding actually was the front page of the newspaper for like a week during the Civil War. That's pretty big then, I guess. I mean, people were just obsessed with him. And how cute this whole arrangement is. 2,000 men died today on the battlefields. Also, Charles is adorable. <laughs> look. Look at all his cute friends. I just want to tickle them. I just want to tickle them. And 5,000 more were maimed. <laughs> 16,000 uh, young men's arms were blown off today. They all cried for their mothers while they died. Look how cute General Tom Thumb is. Oh, <laughs> Look at it. I just want to squeeze his cheeks. Um, they were invited to the White House after their wedding. Um, Lincoln, ever the charmer, was very nice. He asked for uh, military advice. Lincoln's pretty tall, too. How tall is Lincoln? He's 6'4", I think. Yeah. Big guy, 6'6". Six, six. Then he wears that giant-ass hat. Like, Which is really? Kind of... you, need to wear, you need to wear heels, too, buddy? It's got to be a joke. Come on, bro. It's like an NBA player wearing heels. Yeah. Or lifts in their shoes. Yeah. How little is your dick, Abe? How li show me. Is that why you're always depressed? <laughs> Honest Abe. It's little. 
It's quite little. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen that Daniel Day-Lewis Lincoln movie? Uh, what's it called? It's just called Lincoln. Uh, no. Very, very good. And Lincoln is portrayed as very charming, funny, chummy. Yeah. You know, good talker. No, yeah, he was a, a wrestler and shit too. I think like a top wrestler too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know we got to do a people time, I guess. He also was a vampire hunter. I have heard that. <laughs> I have heard that. Um, so let's see. They uh, oh, this is weird. A few months after they got married, they were performing and and because uh, he performs with together now. Usually, him and Lavinia. A lot of times, all four of them, the whole marriage troupe. And people go bananas for it. They dance. They do comedy routines. And because it's four little people, everybody loses their fucking minds. Of course. Um, and they're at a hotel a few months later, and they run into uh, a manager who manages an actor, and the actor wants to meet them. So they go to the hotel room, and it's one John Wilkes Booth. Oh, fuck. Who asks for autographs. <laughs> he asks them for autographs? He asks them for autographs. He's also a pretty big tube around this time frame. Yep. He's an actor that he actually becomes uh let's see eighteen sixty three. Yeah, so I mean around this time frame he would have women who would rip off his clothes when he came out of the uh theater sometimes because they were trying to get to him so much. So him and Charles are probably two of the biggest names in entertainment. Which is weird, yeah. Yeah. And he's all like, Why are you so this is nice. You're sp- I'm gonna kill the fucking president. What? What no- did you huh? say? Huh? Nothing. Nothing. Did you guys meet with Abe? You smell like deceit. I can smell it on you. You smell like a traitor. Give me your autograph. But you are adorable, so I'll let it pass. Um, sorry, uh, John, sir, your eye is twitching in a really violent... Are you okay? Lincoln. <laughs> Great, we're gonna go. I gotta, I gotta drink a bunch of brandy and make everybody afraid that the bar's getting a toddler intoxicated. <laughs> Nobody cares. It's fine. You can do it. <laughs> Honestly, it's the 1860s. They don't the sheriff fuck. will probably buy you a drink. Um, well, what's funny is after they actually exchange autographs, and he gives them a signed photograph. And it's actually a little while later. They're in London when Lincoln gets killed. Oh, shit. And the London press didn't really know what was going on, but they got a wire that the American president had been assassinated by this this John Wilkes Booth character. Yeah. And they didn't know who he was in England particularly. He's like, it's this guy. Yeah, it was actually the photo he gave to Charles that Charles gave to the news. Crazy. That the London News used that photo to be like, this is who killed. And here's his signature, too. His autograph. He signed it. Isn't that cool? And underneath it, it says, kill, die, Lincoln, die. I should have noticed that before. That's weird. It's like really big, too. It's actually bigger than his autograph. In red. How did I not? Lavinia, how did I not notice this before? It's really bizarre. I probably should have said something if I had yeah. Well, I'm in London. And... Did he say anything about the death of Lincoln? Uh, not that I read. No, but he did say before that how much he he liked Lincoln. Yeah. So I'm sure he was he was a little bit bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um. So they uh, they keep doing their thing. The only thing that I could find from this time is how uncomfortable Lavinia is with the attention that they get. Like Charles gets mobbed by women who want kisses. And Lavinia gets, like, cooed and caught at by people like she's an, uh, an infant. She's like, this is bananas. Yeah. Um, they, uh, let's see, they run into General Ulysses S. Grant on a train. Uh, they, uh, he, he takes war advice from, from Charles, and they exchange cigars. It's kind of a cute little story. Oh. Um, 
they uh, actually take their little their little foursome tour into the uh, Confederate territory, which was not smart. Uh, they got almost killed and robbed a couple of times before. What that little this tiny little person trying to entertain me? <laughs> Why don't you have any black slaves in here? You know any black slaves on that foursome? Well, no. why are they so angry at these guys? Is it because they knew they were like... Just because they're Yankees. And I think the Confederacy was not a, a safe place. Yeah. Yeah, during the war at least. Especially if you were someone's sister down there. Now. It's not safe <laughs> now. to be a sister down there. Oh, you know, prettiest sisters around here. My house has all the prettiest sisters. <laughs> That's what we fought this war for. And not to have to breed. Rock, flag, and eagle, my rat, Charlie. <laughs> well, uh, they uh, they started a European tour again, uh, this time with Barnum uh, being their uh, advertiser again and their, their manager. And I think this was Barnum's idea. He started renting uh, babies. Wait, wait, what? He would go to hospitals or orphanages and rent a baby for a day. And then... Uh, Charles and Lavinia would walk around pretending like it's their baby for, for photos. Hmm. Um. Just rent a baby. Well. It's kind of like, you know, uh, what's that place called? Rent-a-center? Rent, was it? Yeah, rent-a-center. Yeah, get a lamp. Get a baby. Come get, on in. Get a vacuum. Get a human so child. like orphan kids and he's just like. Or poor parents. That's weird. Right? Am I, I'm not weird, right? Thinking it's weird? That's weird. That's totally normal. Fuck. It's totally normal. Excuse me. Um, To rent. Sir, I will pay you $5. Five, dear, he said $5. To take your baby for a day. Dear, $5. It's, all, it's one day. One day without him crying and shitting everywhere. I will return him. See? He seems like an honest man. Probably. Fuck. <laughs> Well, you know, life is is a chaotic thing. Five dollars. It's worth the risk. Look, I know, okay, you birthed the baby, you love the baby. Five dollars. Do you know how much beer that is that I can have? Yes. That's a lot. It's a subway foot long. I'll buy you something. I don't know. I I need the money first. I don't know if I can say subway on here. Can you, You can't say subway? I don't know. Oh, on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, we're a Jimmy John's podcast. So, yeah. Actually. Actually, no. I eat both. Well, yeah, I hate the founder of Jimmy John's. Oh, that's true. That guy's a dickhead. He's a douche. Yeah. All right. So- His sandwiches are good. Unfortunately, those two things are not mutually exclusive. You can be a douchebag and make good sandwiches. Not better than Subway, though. You know? Subway depends the, on the day. The poor man's sub, uh, sandwich, but I still eat both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm poor as fuck. I love Subway. I eat Subway more than I eat Jimmy John's because it's, yeah, I'm poor. I love that shit. I'm hungry as hell now. I'm going to go Subway. Fuck, I haven't eaten anything today. All right, we're getting food after this. Okay. Um, I want to cut all that out of it. It's just going off. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, the whole baby thing is that, I don't know. I, I guess they thought that it's cute. They think that it's very cute. Yeah. Um, to advertise the shows, to have the people do the goddamn thing. Um, and that's it. They, they um, rented... Human beings. Um, unfortunately, there is uh, no... Well, okay, so so Charles and Lavinia never have a baby, but there is an indication that they 
tried, or at least Lavinia did get pregnant, but uh, it didn't come to term. Um, I don't think that with her uh, size that, that it would have it would have worked. I mean, little. I don't want to sound insensitive, but I don't really know how it works when it comes to because I think little people can have definitely adult. Or adult, sorry, that sounds even worse. <laughs> little people can have adult <laughs> children. <laughs> Ah, uh, you sound like an asshole. And little people can have children that are of... Oh, like regular people. <laughs> oh, my God. The regular height. That's a regular term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, well, average. I, well, what I mean is just that uh, little people, period, can bring yeah. a child to term. Yeah, yeah. Lavinia can't. She is specifically teeny. She, God, I sound like such an asshole. She, thinking about all, all of what I just said for the last minute or two. I wish I didn't. We aren't. Good. We suck. At saying the right thing. But I know I suck. We mean well. And I'm sorry. Eh. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, there, there's some sense that they tried to have a baby, but, but Lavinia is like three foot tall. And again, I don't know what condition it, I don't, I don't know what matters, but didn't come to term. That's it. They just rented babies. <laughs> That's how that ends. They just rented babies. Couldn't have one. You can't adopt, though. They just didn't want to. I don't know. That never came up. They're like, one one day a week is fine. Every God, once they in a while. Ju- all they do is cry and shit themselves. I, I hate mean, children. I get it. I got snipped. I'm, I get it. I'm speaking as me and Charles right now. Yeah. I hate children. <laughs> I want to sit on my yacht and just drink beer and right. smoke cigars. Um, they uh, So the this foursome... The uh the the Tom Thumb Company, the, Tom and Friends. Tom, that'd be that'd be actually better. Yeah. That's not what they went with. Tom, oh Charles, you've missed out. But they uh they plan a world tour, uh in eighteen sixty nine. World tour meaning they have only toured the eastern side of America. They want to do all of America. Hop on a ship. Let's do Australia. Let's do Japan. Let's do China. Let's do fucking Singapore. Does it go well? It super does. Um, they ride on the brand spanking new made uh, Transcontinental Railroad. Whoa! Uh, they uh, tour around Middle America, um, and it goes pretty Imagine good. They get the the same kind of uh, responses and just people love it in different accents and languages. They're just yeah, they adapted to the shows a little bit by adding some probably racist cowboy and Indian skits. Yeah, for the West. Uh, but people like that over here in the West. Yeah. We love shooting engines. Well, we did. Yeah. We still like it. We just don't do it anymore because there's not none left. This is a story of Crazy Horse. Um, Our advertiser, People Time, has a Crazy Horse episode you could check out. People Time, Crazy Horse. I don't know what episode number it is. Check it out. Episode 186. Go look. We're on all the streaming. They are on all the streaming <laughs> podcast options. I think we've like already advertised ourselves like four times. And... Give us a rate and a review. Ding. So, do 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 that and buy Subway. You know they're on Grubhub, so you don't have to leave your house. Um, they they did shows Nebraska, Kansas, Wyoming. Um, gotta mention it when it comes up. The Transcontinental Railroad did run through Ogden, Utah. And they stopped there. Yeah, that place sucks. They met one, uh, I didn't get his name, they just called him Bishop W., but he was both the bishop uh, of the church over there and mayor of town. Bishop W. Yeah. 
Uh, he had 29 children with several wives. <laughs> and yeah. Lavinia 29. met all of them. And it had to be explained to her how this man had 29 children. And when she learned it was polygamy, Charles had to physically stop her from uh, publicly a. yelling yeah. at this man. Which Lavinia seems like pretty fucking cool. Yeah. She wanted to call him a slug, actually, according to her autobiography. A slug. Which, yeah, slimy piece of shit. You slut. You fucking... You Salt Lake, Utah. Marry a bunch of people. Well, and that's what's fun is they actually... uh, From Ogden, there's no railroad to Salt Lake yet, so they actually take a little wooden carriage across the... What is now I-15, but back then would have been just sagebrush and shit. Yeah. uh, Over into Salt Lake, and one of the wheels broke on the wagon, and they actually almost died. What? Because the thing fell over yeah and it would have fallen over on them if they hadn't noticed first like the tire squeaking squeaking and being weird so i just like to think that charles stratton about 150 years ago almost died like in where we grew up yeah like in between ogden and salt lake a horrible place to die got a fucking butt fuck desert (laughs) full just lousy with mormons utah yeah in general (laughs) But in Salt Lake, he met Brigham Young, gave him a tour of the city. Ugh. Uh, Lavinia wanted to lecture him, too. He's a racist asshole. Uh, But weirdly enough, even the Mormons knew who Tom Thumb was, because everywhere he went, everybody was like, you're Tom Thumb. And it was some, uh, you know, the Mormons are so fucking proud of themselves for being pioneers. Yeah. Uh, Even though there were pioneers who, like, went further and, like, had a harder time. And didn't eat each other. Yeah. Oh... Come at me. Come at me, Mormons. I don't care. What? Mormons? What? Cannibals. Fucking retards. I know you all want to marry each other, and you can't, and it makes you hungry for your own flesh. <laughs> and that's why you eat jello. Let's go soak. You fat fucks. <laughs> Man, I read, uh, I don't remember what the episode was about. I think I've mentioned, I listened to the last podcast on the left a lot, and they did an episode. I don't remember why Mormons came up, but anyway, they were talking, oh, it was a... Uh, Jody Arias, that lady who killed that guy, that Mormon guy, in like the early 2000s. And it was like a big deal. It's like a big story. I apparently am out of the loop. Oh, that's all right. Other people time on it. It's a big... Nah, she's still alive. But she she m- murdered a Mormon guy. And so they were talking about Mormonism a little bit. And they talked about s- soaking. <laughs> and they talked about how uh, Mormons perform anal sex when they don't want to do married stuff only the cool crazy ones well that's what i was like i was like not this mormon teenager didn't get to wait who what mormons after they did after they did that episode they got a lot of feedback from mormon listeners who are like anal is not as big as people like to say it is but soaking is soaking is and Uh, explaining that to somebody who's not from here is strange soaking is by the way in case you don't know I would imagine everyone does, but it's maybe just... I think it's a Mormon thing. It's got to be, because who else would fucking do this? Soaking is just sticking your uh, your penis in and uh, just sitting in there. No movement, no let, thrusting. Let it soak. You just stick it in and stop. And and just, that's it. That's as far, and you wait. You make out. I no, mean, you got to be careful. You do need to be careful. And then you pull out. Because these are Mormons who, like we said, they're not having sex, so it doesn't take, you know. So the thing is that if you she soak... She sneezes, and then you sneeze in her. You, oh, man. Oh, man. This, yeah. is, this is so much. So don't have allergies. Um, What I did when I was a teenager is I soaked, too, but at high speed. 
<laughs> I was a fast soaker. So I was more like, soak, 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 soak. <laughs> and so we didn't break any rules. Yeah. We're still going to heaven. <laughs> Everybody's going to heaven. <laughs> Good for you, man. Way to, you know. Hey, trick the system. See, for me, I was just like, I'm not a fucking pussy. I'm going to destroy fuck, this. I'm going to fuck this girl. <laughs> I don't give a shit if I'm going to heaven or not. Sex. Yeah. This I'm is, 16. Sex is awesome. Oh, but like I was saying, the Mormons were having one of their dipshit parades for themselves about how amazing pioneers are. Sure. And Tom, being in the crowd, derailed the parade because everybody recognized and They're like, you're that celebrity. <laughs> like, we actually want to talk about you more than we want to talk about ourselves, which is the only thing we're usually capable of. Yeah. And fucking Jello. So, uh, God, I love these episodes where, you, where we just get to rag on Mormons while we're talking. Sorry, go on with your oh, story. We're, we're going to do some Mormon, like a whole Mormon episode someday. Jones of Smith. Of, uh, of, uh, J. Smith. J. Smith. Uh, Joe Smith. <laughs> Maybe. J. Dog Smith. I kind of want to do Porter Rockwell or, uh, or, or or good old Brigham. I don't know. Brigham Young. Or cool. maybe Emma Smith because I actually I like her. Oh, yeah, she actually would be like a positive one probably. Yeah. I think she handled she handled having a piece of shit husband pretty well. I think we would with be, dignity. We'd still get a brag on the Mormons, but also it would be a little not a total shit show of us shitting on. Yeah, we'll have to find out the subject. Yeah, Anyways, there's time. So they hop on a ship. They go to Japan, who they described as polite um, and not overly gaga. Uh, they did the the Japanese did not treat them like children, which was like the first time that that had happened to them. Oh, that's cool. So they were just like. Nice. Yeah, because the Japanese are very polite. That's nice. Um, the Charles's lasting memory from Japan is that the Japanese have a have a cultural phenomenon in which they have public baths. They all bathe together nude. Yeah. And Charles had never seen that, and Super wanted to, to go in. He wanted hang- honey, honey. And this it, is a culture thing. I'm not doing it because I want to see titties. I just let's let's I, let's learn about. <laughs> Just let's go, please. You never let me do anything. A cultural learning experience. And this time it was Lavinia dragging Charles away from doing something <laughs> irresponsible. Would you do something like that for culture's sake, you and your wife? Of course. Would she drag you away? She would, she would go first. She would be busy that afternoon. She would be yeah, busy going before you went. And you're like, hey, you're here too. Uh, of course, because this is a culture thing. We meant to meet up here, dear. <laughs> I mean, I told you about it, so that's why, right? You don't remember? I Weird. Think if the wife and I made it to Japan, hell yeah, we'll jump into those nudie pools and hang out with the Japs. It's okay to call them the Japs. My bad. My bad. Okay. We will hang out in the gook pools. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's pretty racist. I'm not racist. I love the Japanese. <laughs> that's always what a racist person is. I'm not racist. I love the insert. I have a lot of Japanese friends. <laughs> they told me I could say it. But look, my uncle married. Yeah, my uncle is married. Them. I don't know where she's from. Her eyes are weird. Christ. She's from over there. Oh, so brutal. All right. I can't even do it jokingly. Uh, then they sick. they move over to uh, and I'm sorry. They're obviously they're doing shows in 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 Japan. Good good reception. They go to China. Good reception there. They actually got gawked at. Sri Lanka, Singapore, India. They see all the shit that you would want to see if you went there. I want to travel like this. Temples, those big-ass Buddha statues, Taj Mahal, etc. Are they just, like, god-awful rich? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, everywhere they go, they're charging quite a bit. Because this is 
one of the only in Asia. This is one of the only American, sh- uh, probably the only American show these people have ever seen. Yeah. And uh, Charles is a good entertainer. He's got a good solid show. He's charging a lot for tickets. He's doing good. Yeah. Uh, they also do about nine months in Australia, um, where hilariously Charles didn't want to go at first because he was like, "Isn't that a fucking bunch of criminals?" <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> He's one of those old dudes. Yeah. And it was Lavinia who had to explain to him like the political situation. She's like, "Australia is like a place. It's okay." He's like, I, don't know. I was in England for a while. I heard a lot about it. They only talk shit about this penal colony <laughs> of a of a country. If yeah. I can even say that. Um, they didn't stop off in the Holy Land. They, uh, you know, that wouldn't have gone as as, as swimmingly. Um, no, no. I mean, Middle East. Is it because they're white or because? Uh, I don't think that the Muslim culture at this point would have responded to That's singing and dancing little people. Yeah. Is the is the perception for why they didn't stop? But huh. they did stop in uh, in Egypt, um, Italy, Rome, Greece. They did more shows there. Saw all the shit you would want to see there. Um, uh, eventually made their way up let's the take coast. People time all the way to so we, England. Let's go travel. We should just follow this course. Yeah, we'll just bring people time to the people. In time. It's going to take time for us to get to the people, to perform people Look, time. If you're a dabbler, give us your address. We'll come do our show, our our program, our at program. your house. How cool is that, guys? <laughs> Put us up, feed us, you know, do the things. Give okay. me just some pizza. Mind to borrow some clothes and toothbrush. And some toilet paper, please. And some new pants. <laughs> <laughs> and a car. A new car. If you have one. If you have one. Or I'll take yours. But we will perform our show program, program. wherever you want in your on your parents' in your, bed in your bathroom. There's good acoustics in there. That might make a great episode on your mom if she's game or asleep. <laughs> Both scenarios. Hi, this is People Time. We're on Jeff's mom right now. <laughs> so we do need to keep it down. She's actually snoring a little softer. I did give her a little bit of a sleep. Help her out. A little bit of sleeping pill. She'll be all right. She'll be okay. Yeah. She'll be good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move my my position so I'm not quite crushing her head, but she's sitting on her head. <laughs> I gotta sit somewhere. <laughs> she's not a she's not a huge lady. God, it's a terrible thing to say about Jeff's mother. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jeff. Jeff's loving this. Yeah, I mean, where's the pizza? <laughs> so, um, all in all. Uh, it took, and I know I, I know I spent about half the episode of Charles. <laughs> uh, I snorted, I snorted. Sorry, go on. You're sitting on Jeff's mom's head. It's fine. Everything's fine. Go um, ahead. I know I spent about half the episode of Charles's first stint in just like a few countries in Europe, but that was to give you an idea. Um, what a, that quick spiel I gave you was actually three years of the Tom Thumb company with all four of the of the little people that were part of his wedding party. All in all, three years, about five hundred thousand or sorry, fifty thousand miles, like fourteen hundred shows. Fuck. He just did the whole fucking world. And there was actually no other tour like that, uh, of that length or size until the twentieth century, so like another sixty years. Yeah, it's crazy. Um 
Tom world fl- famous fucking own the world. Um, he gave a quick quote about it uh, that said, uh, "He said, you know, I've seen them all, uh, all the emperors, kings, princes, generals, statesmen. I've been petted." by royalty in all parts of the world and have had privileges which perhaps no other traveler from this country has ever enjoyed. While others have been received in court, I have been accorded the favor of visiting kings and queens in a social way in their homes. That's badass. Oops. Um, Just as I would uh, visit your house and have known them as they really are. So, he likes to brag, but to be fair, it's also true. He's like the... uh... I don't know what it would be at the time. The king of Egypt is actually quite a farter, and he thinks it's funny. And, you know, you wouldn't expect it. He farts a lot. Uh, from, from, uh, uh, in the he, palace, no, but yeah, inside his house, he rips them like crazy. And they stink. It's much funnier than you would think. It is. He, he does a good job. Yeah. He, like, does that thing where he pinches so the, the pitch goes up, so it starts off like this kind of... <laughs> uh, I can't really do it. You know, though. You understand, right? Well, you understand the Egyptians are a very uh, ingenious people. Pyramids, farting. They've got it down to an art. Bam. And the uh, the king there did explain to me that it's a similar kind of mentality. You wouldn't know. You've never left Connecticut. <laughs> king Ramses. We have a uh, an episode on... Bam! King Ramses II, right? Yep, Ramses II. Not the first, the second. Yeah, the first was his dad and he died really go listen to the episode fuck i don't even know it's just our advertiser people time go check it out god uh welcome back to people time so uh charles now feels so accomplished he's seen the whole fucking world he's very rich he uh builds a large home for him and lavinia that is a uh, uh, appropriate and custom sized in all the dimensions you would imagine sure he uh kind of semi-retired he got fat he became a mason a mason yeah it was actually really noted in like his a story free mason yeah like a freemason hmm. they note that because he got so high up in their I ranks was say how high up did he get i think by the time he dies he's near what is it 33 was oh, the highest man. yeah so he, so he i think he's like 30 29 or 30 fuck so he knew all the fucking secrets he knew all those goddamn weird handshakes he knows where the treasure is in in national treasure oh my god let's go uh, dig him up <laughs> And ask him? Well, how else are we going to ask him? <laughs> you, you know, I Wake up, argue. Tom! Wake up! <laughs> can't argue with you. You're right. I mean, let's go. What do you want me to do? Um, in 1880, uh, Barnum, his old friend, met with a, a, a guy named Bailey who had a competing uh, freak show, and they became Barnum and Bailey's uh, uh, circus. Come see the bearded lady and the strong man. Clowns. And tigers. And uh, Charles and Vidya did a stint there. They didn't really particularly like it. Um, I think they're just over it. Overperforming. Especially at a circus where it's this huge, lavish thing. They were just like, eh, well, I don't need this. Yeah. Um, well, in 1878, Lavinia's sister Minnie, uh, who had traveled with them around the world as part of their, their troop, she passed away in 1878 uh, while, try- while attempting to give birth. And then oh, bummer. old Commodore Nutt died a few years later of kidney failure from alcohol abuse. Bummer. So the uh, Tom Thumb Company uh, broke up. Um, towards the end of uh, his stint as a performer, there was one weird thing. The Milwaukee Hotel Fire, which is actually kind of 
famous, sort of. So him and Lavinia were performing in Milwaukee. They're in this hotel. Hotel lights on fire. And he and Lavinia just barely escaped because uh, somebody was able to carry them out. Uh, Wait, wait, what caused the fire? I don't think they know. And so the place just lit up and they're like, get out. Cigarette or a candle somewhere. And some asshole running down the hallway was like, stay low to the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Fuck you, ass. Well, this is actually a really horrifying structure fire that killed, uh, they think, about 100 people. And it's pretty famous for changing the fire laws, like how there has to be fire exits, there has to be uh, multiple response times. Yeah, people have to be alerted. There has to be uh, fire escapes. So this fire actually changed how that works. And, Weird. Uh, Charles just barely escaped from it. He actually woke Lavinia woke him up when they saw the flames, and he thought it was her dreaming. So he almost went back to sleep. So could he could have? He thought he was dreaming. Yeah. Well, he thought she was dreaming. Oh, because she was like, there's a fire. And he's like, calm down. Okay, there is, yeah, sure. Go back to sleep, you dreamer. You dreamer. Gosh, you dreamer. Yeah, You may call me a dreamer, but I'm not. So the fire (laughs) uh, changed a lot of things. So that's sort of notable just in his life. Yeah. Uh, But by here, he actually retires, sails his ship, Smokes a ton of cigars, drinks a bunch of brandy, gets himself nice and fat, and <laughs> by 1883, July the 15th, he passes away at the, unfortunately, kind of young age of 45 uh, uh, from a stroke, but they don't think that... 45, it, damn. Yeah, they don't think that it's um, anything having to do with, with being a little person. It's that, I mean... He treated his body like uh, with lots of cigars and... He's been smoking and drinking alcohol. since he was like eight, so... Yeah. I think he just ran his body into the ground. Um, his his love of, of of brandy and whiskey and cigars. Ah, what are you gonna do? Ah, yeah, that's life. Say la vie. Um, before he died, he did pay for a, a huge tombstone in his hometown that you can look up. That it's cool about it is that there's a life size statue of him on top of it. Oh, that's cool. Doing a little cheeky pose. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um, also, in the 1890s, some weird goddamn thing happens that still happens called Tom Thumb Weddings. I'd never heard of this, but some weird, strange people uh, take their children and have a mock wedding with them to recreate the original Tom Thumb Wedding because it's just so cute. Seems insensitive, but what do I know? I mean, I'm sure the kids get, like, ice cream or whatever. Sure. I just don't agree with dressing up kids as props for your own entertainment. Yeah. That's why I don't like that it happened to Charles early on. But later in his life, he's just a solid fucking performer, so it's okay, but... Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Sounds like he had a good life. Sounds like he was he enjoyed it, had fun. Yeah. I want to travel like that. That shit sounds fucking awesome. Especially if you're, like, have a knack for it the way he did, telling jokes, singing and dancing. It just sort of comes naturally to you. I do not, so... No. People Pe- generally don't like me. Pepinus. Is that funny to you? All right, I'll move on. I'm sorry. Pepinus? Penis. Okay. Sorry. I'll leave. This uh, It's a pretty pretty quiet club in here. <laughs> kind of sounds like my, my, my penis on a Saturday night. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. <clears throat> like D from fucking... Okay. So, the next joke is, 
Your mom's vagina. Ha! And then they just boo you out, and you're like, all right. I didn't, I didn't make it very far. I got one city over, failed, and go back home. I traveled the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> got a fight. Someone tried to beat me up. Um, there was another thing that came up um, in the uh, early 20th century of a tradition of traveling uh, dwarf entertainment shows called Tom Thumb Troops. Mm-hmm. They were just, again, designed to sort of rip off his thing and make some money. Uh, luckily, that's not in vogue anymore, but that happened for a really long time. Yeah. Um, in the 1930s, there was a weird marketing attempt to sell houses to children. Um, you know how you like buy playhouses for kids now? Yeah. Back then, they were selling actual homes to children that like you put in your backyard, but it has like a foundation and plumbing and like what? insulation. That's weird. What? Yeah. When was this? In the 30s. They just did it for their kids? Yeah. People, instead of like buying... I mean, that'd be awesome if I was a kid and had that, but uh, seems weird. It's very strange. Because it's like a whole whole house. It has electricity and water. And you grow out of it, and you're like, well, now we got this... Yeah, what do we do with it now? House. It has a fucking foundation. I wish wish we had a pool here instead. Yeah, let's demolish this piece of shit little thing. But they were called Tom Thumb Homes. Okay. In homage to him. Um, there's a bunch of shit. Uh, there's a movie called Greatest Showman that has a depiction of him. Greatest Showman is a musical about uh, uh, P.T. Barnum. I would watch it as part of the research, but it's a musical, and that's kind of where I draw the line. You don't like musicals? Fucking hate them. Why? I hate musicals. What? Some of them are okay. Okay, whatever. The Ninja Turtle one. The tour in the nineties. I like that. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Hey, yeah, you can't argue with that. That's art. That's art. Vanilla Ice. Ugh. Hey. The only thing he did that was. I like Vanilla. Okay. Seems like an all right cat to me. Dun 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 dun. dun. Oh yeah, sure. Dif- it's mm-hmm. different. Right. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's different. Ice, ice, baby. That's the difference. That right there. I don't. It's a different song. It's a completely different song. <laughs> How do we know Queen didn't rip him off? <laughs> How do we know that? Because theirs came out first. Yeah, okay. Libtards. <laughs> and they're facts. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a thing. If you're into that, uh, there's also a novel about him called The Remarkable Courtship of Tom Thumb that it's fictionalized in its dialogue because it's about it's about the Tom Thumb company touring during the Civil War. Uh, it's factual in like where they went, what shows occurred in the South, and some of the reception there. If you were strange interested in that, yeah, some of his old collector's cards with his photographs on them still exist. They're still floating around for auctions and museums and Are things. Are they worth a lot of money? Not a ton. A couple grand. If you mm-hmm. want to snag one, you could eBay that shit right now. Say, can you Google and see what the, they look like? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. They're just Tom Thumb cards or Tom Thumb. Yeah, it sounds like collector photo, cards. Photo cards. Which which Tom Thumb do you have? I've got the cowboy one. What's his batting average that day? <laughs> what, what, how much damage does he do? Did you take it out of the original packaging? Oh, it's not mint. It's okay. Yeah. Um, the other thing, I guess I just kind of put this at the bottom of my notes because I failed to mention it before. Uh, it, so I've been explaining. He's a fucking global celebrity, and it's argued that he's the first. 
celebrity were like, he's a dude who in Salt Lake City you're recognized as well as in fucking Singapore. That's crazy. And, That's cool. And London, you know. Japan. He was considered uh, Australia. the most famous person in the world. The only argument would be maybe Queen Victoria around his time, maybe even Lincoln to certain crowds, but... I don't think they give a shit who Lincoln is in Japan. There's also political figures, too, which, I mean, yeah, but also he was just an, an entertainer. He's so, just a, yeah, he's just an entertainer. Song and dance comedian guy, and he was good enough at it. The whole world was like, hey, I like the cut of your jib, man. Yeah. I'll pay to see you do your show and tell your jokes that are really not that funny. And a lot of the women here are inappropriately attracted to you, but I like the way you dance. <laughs> I like it. I'm a little attracted to you. I don't like the way I think I'm attracted to you. A little uncomfortable myself. You know what? I'm going to go home and think on this, but you keep doing your thing. Um, I do like to think about his ravage uh, alcoholism, not in a fun way, but that uh, I read one you story. Like think about it. Well, this, this, good. this guy uh, said he went to a bar and he saw a child drinking. And he thought, he's like, ah, so the bartender's doing a gag, like giving him apple juice. Like, that's funny. So he came over and he sat down. He's like, hey, pal, you having fun hanging out with your dad? And a grown man who just happens to be short turns around. He's like, what? <laughs> and he's smoking, Excuse a, me. smoking a cigar like, can I help you? Hey, yeah, Charles Stratton, how you doing? Yeah. He's like, fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. So uh, I like to think, because I couldn't find a lot of stories of that, but I think he was a little bit of a bar fly. Yeah. People got used to him. Just be in there, and if you're not a local, you're like, they serve children. <laughs> uh, okay. Where are your parents? Big guy, huh? Hey, big guy, that's a lot of whiskey. That's uh, Fuck off. Eat shit. Hey, I work all day for this money. <laughs> but that's old, that's old General Tom Thumb, uh, Charles Stratton, the entertainer, global celebrity, uh, cool guy. That's badass. One of the, mo- one of the first global celebrities. Yeah. I know. Um, People time will spend the thousand dollars if you have the picture of him. Yeah. As Kane in Kane and Abel, I'll I, take that one. I'm, we might be able to eBay that, or email us, and we will perform on your mom for free. Well, for the photo and for room board and amenities, general amenities. No, nothing too much. We're not asking a lot. Just if you have a car. Yeah. Um, or a hot cousin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not being, you know. Just whatever you can provide. That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. Our writer will not be insane. Uh, I have to have three lemons of a very specific color of yellow. You don't need to ask why. They're mine. <laughs> but yeah, you, actually, you made a good point. I think the only other uh, globally known person would be, you know, Napoleon, et cetera, political figures, but he is the only one known and the way that we see celebrity now, where he's almost famous for just being famous. Yeah. Um, people for just his skills for his entertainment skills. Yeah, they just know who he is. They know he can dance, and uh, he created what killed Princess Diana. What? Car crashes. Um, celebrity worship or craze or oh, because they all got in the way on the paparazzi and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, hot take. Car crash. Charles Stratton Sorry. invented car crashes and killed Princess Diana. So you take that shit so stupid. to the bank. Okay. People time. Thank you for listening. Uh, you know, subscribe and stuff. Tell somebody. Yeah, tell people to listen to this shit. Tell anybody. Tell your dog. Tell your 
Tell your mom, Jeff. Tell your mom to call me back, Jeff. Why does she not respond to my texts? Hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out. Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe, bitch. Give us a rate and a review. Ding.